felt as assuaged, I think. That's new. Yeah, I was like, I don't remember them ever warning me that before. Never warned us before. That's that's fun. That's new. <laughs> okay. Well, hi, this is this two girls, one cap. And this meeting is being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> We've been zoomified. Okay. <laughs> I was wow. Evacuation is now complete. <laughs> I know that was so disturbing. <laughs> This is Quinn. <laughs> this is Sasha. That made me very uncomfortable. I was, I, I was like, did I leave something hooked up? I shouldn't have. You know? <laughs> Goodness gracious! I didn't appreciate that Zoom lady voice. Woo. Yeah. Okay. Woo. Well, for, okay. For, let's do it. For all for all of you wondering, we use Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> certainly not after that no, <laughs> so, right okay resounding endorsement <laughs> Zoom. i totally i totally read all their emails they send me <laughs> zoom uncomfortable <laughs> there should be more to that tagline but whatever anyway so we're gonna talk about most of one division today right yeah yeah okay. yeah we're, we're gonna talk about like five <laughs> episodes of one division today because um we need to finish and yes. uh upon reflection and re-watching <laughs> we're not as invested um which yeah. is why it's been like a month in between uh these episodes yeah. of ours um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, it's still a good TV series, don't get me wrong, but my thought, like, when we started this rewatch, the first two episodes, I'm like, my God, this is actually so fulfilling, this second time rewatching, and, but uh, now I realize I was able to appreciate everything that they were doing there, there was so many layers going on, and, and I think that they were, they lend themselves far better to rewatch, where this other stuff is sort of like, okay, I, I'm not getting any of this, like, oh, I've solved this mystery or that's what that meant stuff anymore. And it's mm -hmm. not as fun for me. So that being said, it's still a good series and we can, we can parse it out. But when I would have highly recommended to someone to rewatch it based on the first couple episodes, now I'm just saying the last of it is still a good thing, but it's not as like, oh my God, you really got to rewatch it. That's not how I feel. Well, and I think too, after the, um, after the episode where, um, F fake Pietro comes back yes. mm -hmm. that the, the things that we're, we were re-watching for in the first couple of episodes right. are more mm -hmm. obvious right mm -hmm. you know yeah. the Halloween uh, spectacular episode all of those things are way more apparent mm -hmm. they're not hidden in the subtext it's not you know what I mean like I, and that's an episode we're going to talk about but like when Vision goes out to the edge of town, like Wanda's very much to her children, like don't go past whatever the street it is, mm -hmm. you know? And then Vision right. goes out past that. And that's when you can tell that there's obviously something wrong. There's something going on because all the yeah. people are just like moving in a loop. Right, yeah, the, 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 the yeah. spells didn't get cast as effectively out there or maintained. Right, because um, the reach doesn't, doesn't go that far. 
And right. so it's stuff like that. I think in those, in the middle episodes and then the later episodes where um, you kind of don't need to rewatch it because everything's you, more you know, apparent, you, you, everything's you more obvious. The, right. You got the gist. So yeah, the first few episodes, super rewarding to rewatch. The last one's fun, but not rewarding, if that makes sense. So, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and that being said, I, I'm not saying I, I, something I did notice this time more was, you know, the, the, sto- the shows that they took each week to like, you know, mimic, like when it gets, they're actually the story fit with what was the storytelling device of those shows or that era. Like, so when they get to the Malcolm in the middle, sort of breaking the fourth wall episode, mm-hmm. um, you know, Wanda's falling apart, not saying exactly the right thing to her kids at the moment, you know, um, she's depressed. But in television, that was sort of the era where we, we, were, we would finally gotten away from the, you know, the incredibly perfect housewives sort of thing in the, you know, in the 50s and 60s. And then the touchy feely, you know, very emotionally supportive parents who just were almost above reproach in the 80s. And now we're in like in the 90s, and the early 2000s, and they're letting parents become more real and show these faults and not, not necessarily always be, you know, a great parent or a great you know they're they're trying but they're made they're faulted and i thought that's that was something i hadn't realized thematically was happening in the show too as yeah so anyway all right all (laughs) righty um (laughs) i want to apologize to all of our one in three eights listeners um for the fact that we're about to do five episodes in in one recording um it, it, part of the part of like the monthly hiatus here has just been not being able to align our schedules together with just mm-hmm. what we have going on in our real life um and then also because we're just not as invested right i mean exactly you and know, it's, it's harder yeah and it's harder to sit down and do two or three episodes in one um so we're just going to knock out the rest of them right. and be really, really ready for Loki, mm-hmm. uh, which premieres next week. Yeah. Next, week, I, next, I just, next Wednesday. Yeah, all, in fact. all of my brain space is taken up with the alternate release dates for Black Widow. I can't keep track. I, of it. <laughs> 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 um, That's fair. I, <laughs> totally fair. <laughs> I have to say, um, so you know, and I, you know, yeah, I, I would echo what you're saying too. Is like this is a good series. I want to talk about it, mm-hmm. um, but whereas we were experiencing things new on um, with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and you and I, we were compelled to get together and talk about them anyway. So let's record it. Right. This is a little different. We're trying, and and I know we had intended to do two episodes and really take our time with it, but you know, real life happen and job changes and all sorts of stuff. So right, here we are. Right. Let's talk about this really creative show. Yeah. All right. Let's um, do it. We're on episode five. Mm-hmm. And this is the family ties episode, basically. Right. Yes. Yes. Okay. Anyway. Um, and one of the things that, so, you know, when we had remarked, you and I, that the first time we watched the series, it did not become clear to us until this episode that Vision was 
really suspicious and trying to figure out what was going on. Mm-hmm. And on our rewatch, we realized he actually was questioning from the very beginning, but yes, this, but this was the big push. And of course that fight at the end of the episode. Yes. Argument. Um, in Marvel, you have to be really specific between verbal argument and fight. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah. Um, so uh, basically, I, I thought it was, in, th- this has a really maudlin theme song, and I've kind of forgotten. <laughs> like, this is sad. And I'm totally unprepared for it, that montage at the beginning, to have the scariest image in all oh. of Marvel. Yeah, it has the baby vision pictures. Oh which the stuff of nightmares. <laughs> yeah, absolutely nightmare inducing pictures. Oh um, and honestly, if they wanted to include that in the second Doctor Strange movie, which is supposed to be <laughs> horror, that right there is the movie. If he, if he, if they could just get a bunch of little visions to come out and do like an Oompa Loompa kind of song. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, the Oompa Loompas scare me. They've always scared me. They are terrifying. I just, I don't like their songs. I don't think they're cute or I, funny. I don't like that movie at all. It's super unnerving to me. And I know that it's a classic and I love Gene Wilder. I think I, I, I can respect it, but it's not something I want to watch that Willy Wonka. I never understood why we're supposed to like, like no one is likable. And I never understood why we're supposed to be supportive of the grandpa when he laid around in bed, but could easily get up and do a jig. Like I just, I don't. Oh, we're going to go to a candy factory. Look at me. I can walk now. <laughs> God damn it. Grandpa Joe. Sure. You douche bag. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, but all right. Uh, but on to this show. <laughs> so, um, oh my gosh. Uh, like, so this is the sort of thing where, even watching it the first time, this is when I was like, okay, Agnes is always doing something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with lavender. And here she comes in and sprays the kids with lavender. And it's still not clear to me whether that, because she's doing stuff all the time. She's making tea or she's doing flowers or she's feeding food or she's spraying stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and this is when I was the, okay, I realized, okay, this is no longer coincidental. This is a pattern. And because who the hell sprays babies? And, <laughs> and, um, and then, um, I don't know. It's just, I, I wonder now, I, I still don't know whether it's, it's not clear to me whether what her purpose is in doing that. And if that somehow enabled them to rapid age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I really yeah. don't know. I mean, they might've, they might've been able to do that anyway, but it's just, sure. I don't get her point in it anyway. Mm-hmm. So well. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I agree with that. There's, there's, it's a weird It's one of those things, and especially on rewatch, obviously you know who she is the second time you watch it. Right. And and even understanding, even if she wasn't who she is, even, uh, whatever, I'm just going to say it because we all know who it is now <laughs> at this point. Even if she wasn't Agatha Harkness, mm-hmm. she's playing that role of that specific character type in all of these different sitcom Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I just lost my train of thought. Nope. Gonna get it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> kind of get it back. Um, but it's it's so weird and ironic 
that it's her, that, like she shows up at just the right time. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. even even in sitcoms and things like that, that neighbor or that friend doesn't necessarily show up. Right. In every instance where like they're needed. No, no. I mean, Ethel usually comes in when Lucy's re- already screwed the pooch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like the, the, the loaf of bread has already come completely out of the oven <laughs> and, and Lucy's screaming and that's when Ethel comes in from next door. That's, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's so weird and strange. And so you have to, you have to wonder if it's because she was drawn there by Wanda's magic mm-hmm. and she inserted herself she's a mary sue well that's true yeah okay we're not gonna get one let's let's not let's not go there um but but, yeah. but you know what i'm saying like she's inserted herself into this mm-hmm. and wanda just assumes that she's a part of the town well yeah i mean and i and i think that i i agree and again i think it comes back to wanda should probably realize something is amiss with her mm-hmm but again, she's just so wants this, this reality Perfect. that she doesn't, she doesn't look at it too hard. Right. Um, you know, and then on another level, I still, I, I know since the show has come out, but again, we're evaluating what's on screen. I, I know that they have said that there was no bigger entity. It was just Agnes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I still don't buy that based on what they put on screen. I, you know, I, if, sure. and I know that it, it there was, cause there's like in that scene alone, she comes in and says, where's your dark liquor? Well, first of all, who the hell calls it that? Mm-hmm. You know? And then, yeah. and then I know, and then there's the joke. Oh, it's not for me. It's for the kids. Well, ha ha. Very funny. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just it's just the weird that and like the weird things like when you know earlier earlier episode when they say big red okay that might be Scarlet Witch but also there was all of those Mephisto illusions that people talked about mm-hmm. and since you know why why name the gum you know right. I mean there's a reason why because because no one would be like oh I, I certainly need some big red yeah and no one says that like do you yeah. have some chewing gum do you have some gum mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so so the whole dark liquor thing is like well that's weird and then of course later after then moments later she's sitting on the counter drinking it saying you can't control kids which is true mm-hmm. like you know and and it becomes really clear that Wanda has no control over these kids right but it does become clear to me my takeaway is that she does have control over this vision even though you know because he's you can't and he's like oh can't i well she yeah. she's she appears to not exert that control when he when he goes off on his own mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. she does make him forget things she rewinds things and, you know all sorts of stuff yeah she make tricks him into going to work on a saturday yeah <laughs> so yeah anyway um, yeah I did like cute little things in that opening. I want to point out like the thing, like there was five years of candles on that cake. <laughs> I, I, it's a full-time job coming up with those, those intros. I love them. They're so wonderful. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Um, who is it? It's a, uh, the Anderson Lopez's that did all the music, mm-hmm. um, which they also did all the music for frozen right um and when you watch the making of you find out that they also had a hand in like the concept oh of like the 
intros and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, because that's how their process is. Mm-hmm. That they they see ideas and then that's how they come up with the music and the lyrics and everything like that. Well, I mean, they certainly we're going to talk about, but the Agnes theme song, the whole Munsters riff, is so perfect. It's so genius. Yeah, that's all there is to it. It's just genius. I, I did not look forward to watching that episode for one reason and one reason only, and it was that I knew that damn song was going to be stuck in my head for a month again. <laughs> it like went to number one on the Billboard charts. <laughs> I saw tons of people do, you know, like trap mixes and stuff. Oh like yeah, well, yeah. So it's a it's a great song. It's a yeah mm-hmm. yeah. <sighs> anyway. Um, <laughs> Um, so of course, um, this episode is the one where, uh, Agnes flubs her lines. Right. And she, um, and this is, this is that point where if, if you're watching it for the first time and you missed everything else mm-hmm. up until this moment, that's when it's clear. Yeah. That's when it's very clear that there's something going on when Agnes says, oh, oh, do you want me to take it from the top? Right. Yeah. You know, um, and, and, and I think it's an interesting play because you can see the confusion on Wanda's face because you know at that moment she's not in control. Mm-hmm. Right. And again, she doesn't care. I mean, she cares, but she doesn't care. She's like, she oh. She cares, no. but she doesn't care. But I think also there's a confusion about why is Agnes doing this? Mm-hmm. Because, well, and, and you, you know. And you, you have to wonder at that point, I know Wanda looks confused, but there was still the possibility that they had done this together. Yes. You know, because you know, mm-hmm. Agnes is absolutely in control of herself here. And, um, and, and Wanda looks confused, but not completely surprised i mean you know yes. as, as fast as she rolls into like oh it's okay basically don't. she's doing what oh she's got a you know libido whatever yeah I, I hate that word that's right up there with moist for me anyway. <laughs> anyway. yeah anyway <laughs> um and then okay and then i then at, at this point i think that the show goes the episode goes to monica getting looked you know checked out after she's been in you know been mm-hmm. in retreat you know bounced out yeah and she says that her first memory inside was just pain and hopeless drowning and like wanda in her head mm-hmm. and um and until then like when we had seen norm he said she you know she's in my head and and i i thought watching the first time he probably meant agnes because i was you know we were hallmarking agnes is the bad guy sure and um and now this was the first time I thought, okay, wow, I guess it really is Wanda. You know, when the mm-hmm. first time I watched it, and this time, obviously, it's not a surprise, but I noticed, like, oh, yeah, that's that was when it was clear to me that it's Wanda. But I, I had wanted to believe that it wasn't really painful. Right. I don't, and I, and I, and I do believe Wanda when she says she doesn't realize that this was causing pain. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Anyway. Um. <laughs> let's see. Uh, Evan. <laughs> dr lewis god i love her uh oh, <laughs> she says she's a big fan of monica and i i want to know if she means 
Monica because she's famous for what she does or or she's a fan of her in the sense that she was watching her on TV. I think she means she's a fan of her on the show. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Because yeah. she came from remember she like was in the background. Mm-hmm. Right. And then all of a sudden she's like a character on the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. So I mean and that's certainly the way I took it the first time and but and then later as the, on the rewatch I was like was I supposed to be thinking that Monica was a big deal, like, you know, space explorer or whatever the heck, you know, I mean, cause so many well, people. I also that think that that's a big possibility as well though, too. But definitely. Uh, yeah, no, definitely. The first time through, I thought, okay, she's talking about, you know, mm-hmm. watching her on the TV, which would, which would be a Darcy thing to say. Yeah. Um, and I, and my note here is just bless agent Wu with his, how, how he comes back at that asshole saying that it's oversimplified to talk right. you know <laughs> how how um the twins were radicalized mm-hmm. yeah like that that was just the the most sanitary version you could make to put all of the onus on the twins for being you know <laughs> it's not entirely their fault that they were radicalized and that's certainly how he phrased it like he had to yeah. you know command what captain douchebag whatever his name is now i've already forgotten sorry yeah yeah I, I have I have no nowhere in my notes that I put that guy's names. I have director D bag, Captain Asshole. I, mean, I don't know what his name is. I, what is it, it? His, his first name is Tyler. It's, the head of Shield is Tyler or, or first, Sword. Sword, yeah, it's Tyler <laughs> something. Oh, no. I don't think he. I don't. Hayward. Know Hayward. Hayward. Tyler Hayward. Hayward. Tyler Hayward. Don't ask roll. me how I remember Tyler. Don't, I don't know where that comes from. I don't know I don't where I get it. stuff like that. I wasn't aware that we were, that there were supposed to be any people over 30 named Tyler. Oh, well, see, there was a whole generation of people named Tyler uh-huh. and eventually they have to grow up. It's just like all the Kyles and Chad's. Yeah. I, I guess it's just, I was thinking that the, all those, ty- those Tylers that came around were just like in the early nineties, but maybe not. Okay. No. So, oh, well, because yeah. I, I'm expecting all the Jadens and Cadens and Badens. Uh, <laughs> those, those guys are coming down the pipeline pretty soon to, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, anyway. Um, all right. Uh, so, oh, again with the whole bringing up logos and he's like you know and how that altered out i know we've talked about this before but mm-hmm. i this is something i i don't think i can ever I, I they've given me no reason to get past how the mcu portrays the events in lagos to they keep telling me something that i don't think is reasonable they right. keep saying that this is wanda being out of control and killing people and that's why she's being held responsible and that's why part of the reason why the avengers are so you know in this the accords come along and people look down on the avengers for for damage i cannot i mean i know that's what they want me to take away from that i have seen that scene many many times i I, it's her that okay crossbones was blowing up no matter what and he was going to kill people on the ground or people in the air yeah or she could have option three gotten it farther away from the building and detonated him in, in midair away from everything but she was trying and i don't see how when he creates the explosion and she fails to direct it 
away from people, but she was trying how that makes it her fault. Right. I don't. No, no, no. I, I totally agree with that. I, I 100% agree with that. No one on her team, Steve doesn't blame her for it. Yeah. Vision doesn't blame her for it. You know, Mm -hmm. no one, no one in the Avengers blames her for what happened. Right. You know, you can even argue that even Tony Stark doesn't blame her for it, although he puts her on quote unquote house arrest. But I feel like even in that sense, it's more for her safety than anything else from the public because people don't understand what her power is. Right. Because I feel like she probably doesn't understand it completely, nor do the Avengers as a whole at that point understand Mm -hmm. what it is. Right. And because she doesn't understand it completely, and she, I think even in like Age of Ultron or Civil War, maybe she even says like, I got these powers and I don't even know what they are, what they do. You know, she, she makes Mm -hmm. some, some comment about it. I think it's Civil War when she's with Vision, the popper cash scene like she makes Mm -hmm. some comment about her powers to the extent of you know i don't even know what these are what they do how can she be held responsible when she's in it's like her first time in a team setting right that's like a that's like strategized and like you know they've got this plan and this is what they're doing and this is who they're going after and it's not in the heat of the moment it's not a spur thing where like you walk out the door you're an avenger you know and she's being held responsible for the death of so many people when all she was trying to do right was save as many people as possible i mean right like what was the alternative okay she so she tried so the alternative uh, alternative is she lets the building blow up and she's still held responsible for it right i mean because then 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 i would think it's like an act of omission like you've done nothing so then i would find her kind of guilty for the thing you know for the things that she could have at least attempted to prevent and didn't try exactly um you know but uh, and that being said, she's obviously not the one who blew it up, but she, right. you know, it, right. I just, I, I have the, I mean, it just keeps getting hammered. In. And, and when I say like, like you and I can have this discussion and I feel that we've come to the right conclusion. Okay. Mm-hmm. Obviously mm-hmm. when it's us. Mm-hmm. So of course I'm going to think we're right, <laughs> but, but, um, when, when, <laughs> when the MCU or any storytelling entity keeps hammering in a line you know a a line or a point that is different than what the stories shows Mm -hmm. that my experience in noting is that the the public tends to buy that line Mm -hmm. rather than the text yeah you know and um and I, and I, and it bothers me because then later on you you end up in these stupid discussions where people are like, oh, is the, well, how can you say that this hero is a bad guy? Or I know, of course, Wanda's evil. She did this thing or, you know, or Steve is an asshole. He left everyone behind. You know, mm-hmm. I know that because it was said repeatedly. Well, that's right. not what happened. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to see that that's not what happened. Right. But, right. but then you get all these people, you know, I mean, and, and I realize people's opinions on superhero movies are probably not the biggest thing in the world, but, but it also just sort of ends up speaking to me about the political state of the world and how people will believe what's told to them rather than looking at 
well, you know, hey, that doesn't make a whole lot of fucking sense, does it? <laughs> I mean, I just, it bothers me. It, it, bothers, yeah. it bothers me, but whatever. No, and that's fair. Yeah, okay. So, all right. Um, so Lagos is, Lagos is a piece of shit story. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, and he calls her a terrorist too. And, and Monica is right to say that she doesn't have a political agenda. So that, mm-hmm. I'm like, thank you at least for pointing that out. Yes. Yeah. Just because you don't like what someone's doing doesn't make them a terrorist. Exactly. Although it was a refreshing change of pace to hear the label terrorist given to someone who was not in the brown to black range. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, anyway. All right. Um, oh, and this is the other thing where I think you're supposed to. You know, watching the first time, I believe we all caught on to the idea that director it's up falling out of my head again haskins hoskins hayward hayward <laughs> hoskins is battlesnoot yeah thank you right, so um watching the first time oh hello i think we're all supposed we all catch on that he's a jerk but we don't have proof positive for mm-hmm. a while mm-hmm. but this is one of the ones where you know we should have been kept catching on when he says i was just given permission to share this video from whom does the director need the permission yeah. to share a video? Who? I'm sorry. Who's <laughs> the the World Council? I mean, like oversees Shield. I mean, they're who, gone. Shield's gone. Who, who? Who does the director of Sword report to? I mean, if the scrolls. See, I mean, <laughs> so that that bullshit idea that oh, I'm just now able to show you this highly edited footage. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. to give you exactly the impression that I want you to be getting. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and if you didn't look at that footage and go, wow, that's been edited for TV. Yeah, I know. Exactly. And then, and then Monica should have been like, why the hell did you not tell me this before you sent me in here? Yeah. You know, I mean, it, even if what he showed was true, yeah. that was some kind of important knowledge that like, I mean, potentially, if it wasn't what it is, it could have been a rogue weapon of mass destruction wandering around in there. And he sends her in, you know, to go check it out. Her, well, Agent Wu, I guess he didn't send him. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, just, I I don't know. The whole thing is just hinky. Yeah. Let's see. Um, I, let's see. Um, You know, and honestly, the thing is, I think. Like we know a lot of stuff now too, but he'd said it was against his like visions living will was that he not be used for that stuff. Well, wouldn't you be questioning how his body ended up at sword in the first place? If it was supposed to be part of his living will not to have any of that happen. You know, I question (laughs) a lot of things (laughs) about a sentient synthetic robot having a living will period well yes because true. he's not technically living mm-hmm. he's not he's a being for sure mm-hmm. um right. but he doesn't breathe ox as far as i understand doesn't breathe oxygen yeah. um and for all we knew couldn't die mm-hmm. um but obviously was destroyed mm-hmm. so how does he have a will well yeah, I mean, I was trying to figure out like if, if he if he can't have the will, then that means he's not regarded as an actual sentient being and he's a piece of property. Which 
I, so, I agree with that thought process. Absolutely. So, so if he's a piece of property, the only person I could think of that he belongs to is Tony Stark. Thank you. So, so thank you very I, much. <laughs> so then I'm back to like, well, I guess while Tony and if, is off and if Tony, compost, well, but if Tony, you know, is taking a dirt nap, sorry, I'm sorry. That's rude. But if, <laughs> but if Tony's six feet down, mm-hmm, right. then he goes to the next of kin, correct? Right. Uh-huh. So in most so states, pe- that's, so, that's like the law. So Pepper yeah or morgan uh-huh they should own him yeah but but i believe if i understood this story vision's body has been in sword's custody for quite some time not just like the last few weeks no so right so it's, it's yeah. been there the whole time tony's been farming right well he's like learning to compost vision's been getting <laughs> he's been getting dissected i'm guessing I mean, I, I'm assuming that they were being more delicate until the day that she showed up and they just began to take him apart with, you know, what, what, what I, just manhandling. I mean, <laughs> I don't understand yeah. why. I can I think they must have done that for maximum emotional effort to her, effect right. to her. Right. But I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, he wasn't just there for a few weeks, right? You would think he would have been in their well, custody for a long time. Cause he said that Hayward says that they've been working on these projects for that's what their so, focus is. Well, so here's years. the deal. So Thanos killed him in infinity war in Wakanda. Mm-hmm. People get dusted mm-hmm. five years. Mm-hmm. People come back. Mm-hmm. They all kill Thanos. Mm-hmm. So how long have they had him? Well, that's it. I know. <laughs> And also, who who from Sword went to Wakanda to get him? This, this, this is it too. Like, I I mean, I don't get any of that. I don't. And in in the in the worldwide chaos of the snap, mm-hmm. some little team from this government agency was like, "Let's go get this vibranium-filled robot." synthoid i'm sorry he's a synthoid let's use the politically correct term and go collect him into a country where we don't have jurisdiction yeah i just none of it makes any sense i mean i mean how how so so based so now if our job is to find make sense of what they've done all i can think is okay so shuri's gone mm-hmm. and t'challa's gone mm-hmm. who's in charge well we don't know but in that power vacuum, I would say the Queen Mother, I can't remember her name, um, yeah. and, you know, yeah. Bassett, mm-hmm. um, or Okoye, or perhaps um, M'Baku. Well, maybe M'Baku is like, get this piece of technology the heck out of here. I mean, I don't know, I mean, but maybe. I don't think, but I don't think any of them would be like, hey, this entirely vibranium thing. Sure. I don't care if you take it. It's vibranium. So I just feel like they should have it. But maybe if they're trying to do the right thing and they think he's going to get buried, they'll turn it but it just none of that makes any sense to me mm-hmm. and i i don't know i mean but yeah I, based on the fact that we know a lot of people clearly cared about vision that were still around and not dusted i would think that they were given some false information that he was treated with some level of respect mm-hmm. and then that was not the case yeah but but you're right. To me, it's never going to make sense to me that Wakanda would have turned him over to, to sword. 
No. I feel like Sword got him surreptitiously somehow. Yes. But anyway, so... I uh, don't care nearly enough about Vision to talk about this for so long. <laughs> oh, Lordy B. Um, let's Sorry. see. Anyway. There, there are other notes I have. Oh, this is a very important thing. You're going to be so glad I bring this up. Okay. Uh, right, af- right after I say there are tigers all over, and I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, she calls herself a tiger in bed. There's a tiger sitting on the table. There's tiger. Why? Why? What is this about? Was it like an 80s thing? No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't is it know. like an okay. Eye of the Tiger reference? Uh, maybe. I mean, could, I mean, I live in, I, I grew up and went to high school in a town that had tigers for the mascot. So my my perception of tigers, you know, for, for an era would be thrown off a lot. I would have no idea. Sure, sure. Um, but uh, I could tell you the number of times I've heard Eye of the Tiger in my lifetime because of that mascot is oh, I'm sure. more, more than anyone should. Yeah. Um, but, okay, <laughs> this, this is so unintentional, but I'm sure her kitchen, you know, the family ties arrow kitchen yes. has a bunch of very 80s decorations. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would like to talk about them for a moment. Yes. Um, <laughs> one is... I don't know why she would have French words on her canisters. That was not a thing. Like I was looking up like sucre. Okay. So it's whatever. Like she's, but it's just sugar and coffee and stuff, but it's, it's French, French on her canisters instead. Um, anyway, but the thing that really killed me is up above, above the archway, there's all these jello molds and copper jello molds. And that's a thing. I don't know if people yeah, still do that. That's totally a thing. Mm-hmm. okay but there's this hilarious i assume unintentional thing in the golden girls that they have a, a jello mold of some mushrooms hanging on the wall in their kitchen and this looks exactly like it but a couple years ago someone pointed out that that jello mold literally looks like a giant copper dick <laughs> and i'm like how could you be so cognizant you know like like that has to be intentional that they put up the same fucking thing from that meme that came. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it was. <laughs> I was dying. I saw it, like I totally didn't even know. I didn't notice it the first time we watched it. And the second time I don't I didn't pay any attention to the dialogue. I was laughing so hard about that. Yeah. Anyway, because I'm yeah. 12. So yeah. I mean, um, that's fair. Yeah. Um yeah. okay, and so then the dog shows up which is a really cute scene, you know, mm-hmm, the dog mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she makes the collar. So she's tired of hiding and visions like, yeah. what the hell are you doing? Right. Right. And I'm not. And she's like, it's Agnes. It doesn't matter. Why doesn't right. it matter and if it's Agnes? I mean, I'm guessing he's thinking that she, I mean, she's justifying it because Agnes is clearly in on it, but she does. I, that is a weird level of trust that she has there for me. Yes. Yeah, but okay. anyway, um, Let's see. And this, oh, this is the first episode where Darcy starts calling it the hex, which I thought was cute. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, there's all this cagey talk about an aerospace engineer, which paid off in, in no way. Yeah. <laughs> He's very disappointed about that. Yeah. I mean, he thought we were yeah, going to get something cool. To be like, oh, Reed Richards is going to show up or something like that. I, because I know people were thinking that, but I, I just was like, okay. I'm so we're so used to them dropping something and then it pays off. Yes. That, it, that, that when it doesn't, 
I'm sitting here going, why are there tigers? Why are we talking about big red? Why are, why are we talking about aerospace engineers? Certainly it wasn't just, oh, somebody's gonna, I mean, I guess we're supposed to accept that, that that's how she got that, you know, stupid space rover that did nothing, but. Right, anyway. right, yeah. All right. Um, I mean, and we, we get all these ideas that something bad went down with Captain Marvel. Mm -hmm. I all I can the logical conclusion that I come to from that is that you know Monica knows there's something up with her phys physiologically and her mother died of cancer and mm -hmm. I feel that it has to have something to do with something that went down there but yeah yeah you know that's certainly something we'll probably learn about in the Marvels or that movie that's coming out later but, yeah probably yeah anyway um they do that scary group chant at work. And I, I think Norm does a really great job of looking like he's screaming behind his eyes, even when he's not really doing it. He's that a fantastic just, actor. I thought so. I mean, like he can trade, he portrays a lot with, you yes. know, sort of, okay. I, I will never compare anyone on the same par with Alan Rickman, but, 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 but when, when, when people can do those things where they're showing nonverbal things and they're showing two things mm -hmm, at mm -hmm. once you know in, in this case norm is screaming behind his eyes but seeming like he's okay yeah kind of makes me think of uh, the beginning of um deathly hollows part one where nagini's coming on the table oh, and yeah and uh, and uh yeah and snape is trying to communicate to the fellow bagshot when she's saying help me help me you were, you were my friend and and you can kind of get where he's showing the crowd I don't give a shit. And he's telling her, I'm so sorry at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Anyway, that, so whenever people can do that, that's, that's, he's going to be my gold standard, obviously <laughs> forever. Right. <sighs> For anyone who doesn't know, Alan Rickman was my, is what is my favorite actor and was the greatest actor of all time. And you cannot convince me otherwise. So <laughs> I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you. So this is why we're friends. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, and this is when uh, Norm says she's in my head, and I thought that was a misdirect, you know, and that, but it, mm -hmm. and that it was supposed to be Agnes, but it's it's you know it really is Wanda. And this this is the whole thing where this is the same episode where we find out Wanda. I mentioned earlier Wanda does indeed control vision because she. she you know, the kids are like, where's dad? Oh, he needed a distraction. So basically she sent him to work on a Saturday. So everybody in town has to work. Right, right. And I was thinking, oh my God, that whole loop that people get in, like that poor delivery guy we find out later has literally been working this whole time. Like yeah. he's exhausted. Yes. <laughs> he's been delivering nonstop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, oh my God, anyway um and she, I, she says Pietro's far away instead of dead which I thought I don't know why they keep doing that like we know yeah, he's dead we know he's dead I mean, everyone knows he's dead I mean I get why they I get why they're taking that out with saying Steve is gone but don't don't tell me Pietro's far away he is you know yeah gone. yeah he's gone the he's way toast. of the dodo yeah yeah <laughs> he's also taking a dirt nap I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's rude. Yeah. Oh, uh, something I didn't notice until I watched it this time is that um, when they get the drone to go in there, you know, that was well, the space thing, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's a different time of day outside the hex as it is inside it. 
I thought that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, the, the breach. Oh, that actually was the drone thing. I apologize. It was the drone, not the not the rover thing. But yeah, the different time of day. Yeah. And I, I think it's that bre- that breach siren going off when she's coming out of the hex. That's mm-hmm. interesting that they have it triggered that way. I haven't figured out how they know that, but anyway. And I, <laughs> this is my notes here. I'm just going to read it. It's always interesting to see how chill someone is to put a dozen guns on one person, but how, how much they piss themselves when the guns turn on them. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Something is happening to me that I was literally doing to someone else 30 seconds ago. Yeah. And yeah. I know that's such a, we, that whole gun thing is such a magneto move. We've talked about that before, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it was, it was nice. I love it. Um, well, Hayward's such a pussy too. So he is what a big nothing he ended up being. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh god that commercial about lagos and the towels oh my god again it a lot the whole lagos situation pisses me off but nothing <laughs> oh my god husbands can use it too just give give me strength yeah yeah <laughs> as if husbands can't clean yeah um anyway uh Oh God, this is my notes about the delivery guy. He says, oh, your mom won't let him get out far. And as if this poor bastard out delivering everything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I noticed that the flowers were purple, like her magic. And I guess comic book wise, there's some very special flowers. But Mm -hmm. anyway, I do think it's interesting that Agnes seems genuinely concerned that Wanda can raise the dead potentially. Yeah. When she's holding the dog. Mm Mm-hmm. Because there's no reason for, they didn't put it in the story. Like, this is something I don't feel like, I mean, I've since looked to see, but we're not supposed to see what's happening in the comics, but there was no reason for her to kill that dog, you know? I mean, given in story. Yeah. And it it just, it just so malignant. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she brought the damn dog to his doghouse earlier that day. (laughs) True. Yeah, um, I feel like I'm doing a lot of the talking. Do you have anything you want to say? Well, um, <laughs> since you since you brought, well, I didn't take any notes. Um, <laughs> <You're> there, <laughs> but since you brought up um, the thing about Agnes seem seeming so like scared and shocked that she could bring back the dead, mm-hmm. I think it's because Agnes can't do that. Oh, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I mean, but, it, and, and the thing is, I couldn't tell if it, maybe we're not, maybe it's supposed to be somebody ambiguous, but like, was that fear that she could bring someone back uh, or, or, you know, I mean, there's probably, a, I think a it's, mixture of I think it's a like, mixture of, of, of fear and almost like excitement. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Because be obviously so you find out that Agnes is trying to get all her power from her. Right. Like, like you know, like, yeah. Like, you know, and again, so you know, you come away thinking, okay, she, she wants, even having watched it now, like I, and I know all of it, I go back to that scene. I'm not sure. Like, is she, she wants that power herself, obviously, mm-hmm. but it, to me, I read that as, but please don't bring back anyone. I don't want brought back. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Um, 
anyway and then this is this is the whole there are there are no kids other than their kids and then suddenly mm-hmm. the next episode there's a bazillion kids everywhere yeah um and then we find out that she doesn't know this is the first time that wanda tells us in this episode that she doesn't know how it started um and then fake pietro shows up which also shows us that she can't control things which i think we should have gotten a hint of that when that stork showed up when she was yes. pregnant mm-hmm. but yeah but this is this is off the rails kind of not in control and now we should be at episode six yeah okay halloween spooktacular yeah Woo-hoo. yeah okay. yeah um which frankly amazing yeah the costumes are amazing (laughs) i love a good halloween episode um (laughs) (laughs) and my kitty kitty is staring at me on what what are you doing (laughs) it's just like what is happening here (laughs) (laughs) Um, so we have uh wanda and vision in their classic comic costumes Mm mm-hmm Wanda as a Sokovian fortune teller <laughs> and Vision as a Lucha Libre fighter. <laughs> yeah, I was like, he, he's like, you, Vision looks like, you know, Nacho Libre. <laughs> yes. And I, and I love too, because this is another um, instance of Vision like pushing against Wanda because he's like, well, it was the only thing hanging in my closet. Yeah, because you gave him no choice. Yeah. yeah so. Oh God, I forgot about that. Yeah, you're totally right. He does say that. That's so perfect too. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Um. Oh, of course, it, as a professional, non-professional podcaster, I'm answering decks from my uh, people I know. They're saying, "Oh, I got more hours. Great. Yeah. I'm busy." Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um all right yeah so I, I oh god i love it he just comes down the stairs he looks so gloriously bad like <laughs> he looks so dejected he's just like here i am fine and i have to say i've never seen paul bettany in a comedic role <laughs> so watching him in this series is so uh-huh. refreshing right because he plays oh. And while this isn't necessarily like a funny comedy series, mm-hmm. elements no. of it are very funny. Right. And he plays them so perfectly. Right. No, exactly. Like when Because when he was doing Jarvis's voice, that's funny, but that's just like so droll. That's what yes. makes it funny. You know? Yes. The, the, the weariness he feels for dealing <laughs> with this man child, you know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, and then, late soon coming up um he holds his own in scenes with cat deming like uh, mm-hmm. like how i don't think i think few people could do that you know there's a moment like i laughed out loud which is a big thing for me these days um <laughs> in an episode coming up where he that when she and he are in the funnel cake truck yes and somebody's coming up trying to get up and he's like at the window he's like oh i'm sorry i'm sorry and he turns around and he's and he turns around and he's like drive yeah <laughs> it's so funny like the turn oh my god anyway but and then yeah and that moment where he realizes where that he's talking to the camera instead of yes, getting yes. Up and helping things and, and he's like so he's like what am i doing <laughs> why am i so talking funny. to you <laughs> yeah you know, yeah so i mean th- things that in other people's hands would not be funny at all but anyway mm-hmm. 
I have to send you this picture. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Okay, it's it's Marvel related, so I'll talk about. It. I don't know what this is. Oh, it says Thor: Love and Thunder. Holy crap! How big is Chris Hemsworth? Oh yeah, I the- saw the picture. He's gigantic. What's it? I don't want to I don't want to upset anybody because I know a lot of people want to believe that Chris Hemsworth is a natural bodybuilder mm-hmm. I do not believe that's physically possible at this point but whatever that's just my I'm not going to get into that but, but my, right. my, my my son who is a very serious weightlifter also believes that that Chris Hemsworth is not natural and he, because his steps is like look how roided out this mf is <laughs> but anyway i'm like oh my goodness yeah because i had not seen the arms that no, he's, is it's it's um that's like shockingly big bluto kind of yeah yeah like i i thought when i honestly thought in this picture that he had on a funny muscle suit for a second you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. anyway but you know if he's achieved that naturally so be it i also don't think there's any shame especially like for you know I, I don't think there's any shame if you get there using steroids. I don't get that's your personal choice. Yeah. I just I just wish people would be honest about it so people might not feel bad about themselves if they can't get the same results. Yes. That's all. You know, okay. anyway, more power to him. And if anybody could do it, it'd be somebody with it, like Marvel and Hollywood backing, you know, that whatever. Yeah. So but that was just <laughs> well, and I odd. think too, if you if you need that extra boost that comes with using a steroid mm-hmm. enhancement yeah. yeah it's because you probably already have that baseline physique of chris hemsworth correct yes and I if mean, you're I, going I, I, for I, if you're going for an amped up version of it it's because yeah. you've already hit your peak and you look like chris hemsworth right no i mean I, again i think I, I i don't feel i don't feel there should be any shame to plastic surgery i don't feel there should be any shame to steroids i just wish there would be some honesty mm-hmm. when it starts to affect the esteem of others yes you absolutely know? much like and this is sort of different but remember a few years ago there was that writer that you and i both liked so much and she was producing stuff bang 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 mm-hmm. and it was making us feel badly about ourselves because we were yes. nowhere near as productive yes and then you find out she was plagiarizing yes okay that's wrong but mm-hmm. the effect was far different was, than feeling cheated. It actually yes. was demotivating us yes. to see her level and we weren't reaching mm-hmm. it. Yes. So, you know, maybe not the most complete parallel metaphor, but that was it. Anyway, yeah. anyway. so okay. direct your hate mail <laughs> to someone other than us. So, yes, yeah. Because we don't to care. To local politician, because there's other things to be mad about. Besides yeah, that's right. Yeah. Me thinking perhaps Chris Hemsworth might have taken some steroids, yeah. which would only be fair because he has probably, he's worked for, they don't just magically put the muscles on you. I mean, they you know, don't. And also he can't put his arms all the way to his sides. Yeah. There's, there's a price. There's, like there's no there. way he can't, he can't put his arms all the way down. Like, <laughs> This is how I feel badly. I honest to God thought it was a joke suit. Like, you know, yeah. like they make the sumo wrestling suits. It looks suits. photoshopped. Like a, he looks uh, photoshopped. I, That's how yeah, big he is. Not real at all. You know, yeah. Anyway, all right. So uh, I'm done. All right. So back to this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. Anyway. Um, so. Oh, Dart. What was this? 
Okay, so this is when Darcy's Darcy now having heard this bullshit in the last episode out of Hayward's mouth. You know, she believes that something's up with him. That's what she's so she's gonna be the girl in the chair for this episode and start breaking in the in, down the into the firewall to get by. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then back in the hex, there are kids everywhere, you know, because I'm I'm guessing Wanda's like, oh, I better cover my tracks because you know, because Vision got mad at me last episode, tried, but there's no kids anywhere. Well, I'm sure they're somewhere. Whatever. Anyway. Right. Yeah. So, and I guess based on what we learned in the last episode from uh, Anya, whatever that her character is, <laughs> yeah, I know how she wants to see her, how she wants to see her daughter, but her daughter's been like locked in her room and she just wants to hold her. I guess that's where the kids have been all this time. I mean, I, right. I don't know. Yeah. So, so they weren't they weren't part of the story. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and okay, so here's something else where I maybe you can make sense of it to me, but for me, it just came off like shock value and like okay. Agnes messing with her. Okay. So there's a moment. So so one of the, the scarier elements in this whole show was when they show Vision dead for just a second a few mm-hmm. episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Well, Pietro shows up looking dead when they're sitting in this episode too for just a second. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, because because when we're watching it the first time we've talked about you don't know if that's really what at this point you don't know if that's really what vision looks like and she's glamored him to not look like that mm-hmm. but now we know she was just remembering it yeah so but first through you don't know okay is this really pietro we're being told it is mm-hmm. and did she glamour him to not be dead and he really looks dead but now that we know everything it makes no sense that he shows up looking dead for a moment there because she's never seen him look like that. And that's not him. Right. So it's just somebody messing with her. I don't know. It, it just, it, it, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's, it's effective in the, you're like for a second, but mm-hmm. storytelling wise, it's not jiving for me. So I almost view it as, um, because she's very taken aback by it. Mm-hmm. and she and she doesn't know how to handle it in the moment right. I mm-hmm. almost view it as if it's like a glitch in her magic mm-hmm. we're like because they're talking about because he's very confrontational in that moment mm-hmm. you know he's like you've created this whole world and now you have children and your husband and da 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 and everybody's you know bending Uh to your will and blah 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 blah. and he's really kind of like calling her out on what she's doing right Mm -hmm. and then that's when he you know i'm dead Uh uh-huh so i wonder if she sees it as like oh he you know he called me out he confronted me you know i was feeling weak and so it was like a glitch in the magic as opposed to it being Agnes mm-hmm. who was controlling it because mm-hmm. you have to, you have to imagine it's happening at the same time that Agnes is having that interaction with vision. Right. That's true. That's true. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I think the, ta- the takeaway that I'm at now is that, okay, she manifested that in the moment when you're watching it, it's just like, okay, I think she's having, it seems like whenever she's getting emotionally upset, she gets a breakdown in her magic yes. and, you, and something for what they are mm-hmm. but that's not what really happened when you right. walk you know, when you learn so the vision she manifested and saw 
a memory there for a moment that traumatized mm. her. Mm. She never manifested this Pietro and right. she didn't make him be Pietro Pro or Ralph right. or any of that stuff. And she never saw him dead because she never right. saw this guy dead. Right. So that's not a memory that comes through when she's upset. Mm-mm. It's somebody messing with her. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're messing to her with her to the degree that I would think it's almost as if they knew that she saw vision like that earlier, but yeah. Anyway, um, and this is another reason why I don't think Agnes knows that she saw a vision like that. It was another reason why I thought there's a bigger entity. Okay. But whatever. But whatever. Okay. I mean, I'm yeah. never going to get off that. that no, that's so fair. Just... But anyway, if she knows, um, but but if she knows for sure that her brother died in Sokovia and yeah, the, it's not they're twins big... and you know, it's not a big jump to be able to go, I can use that against her. Oh, no, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So it, it's, it's still totally possible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. And then now we go back out outside the hex and, uh, you know, like I said, Darcy stayed behind, but Agent mm-hmm. Wu and Monica put on the ponchos to, you know, infiltrate yeah. the facility. Apparently these ponchos are the equivalent of Clark Kent glasses. Like I'm I telling you, it's Kent. very Indiana Jones. <laughs> like when he puts oh, on a too small Nazi uniform, um, <laughs> you know, and then the, the real Nazi comes upon him as he's like getting changed into the uniform and he's like, oh, you look like a mess and all this kind of stuff. And he's like, oh, I'm trying to shape up and all this. And then he just punches the Nazi. And I'm like, how do you not recognize Indiana Jones? I get that it's like 1938, but <laughs> like everybody knows who he is. Like you all know yes. that you're all against him. Like the whole Nazi regime is against Indiana Jones. How do you not know who this man is? No, I mean, I'm sorry, that's a that's no, a separate no, issue for a different episode. But no, it's, 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 no I get it. Yeah, I get it. And and Monica has a giant I, fro. How do you not see her? There were. Is it just to? to I know I gave Falcon and the Winter Soldier some credit you know, talking about how, like, I didn't, I was glad that Marvel and entertainment in general have gotten to the point where I don't see an Asian man and another older Asian man and naturally assume they're related. Oh yeah, no, sure, sure, sure. So so a different situation happened here on the base where I did not see a lot of Asian men or African-American women. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I would think that they would have stood out amongst the pale white dudes everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. So, what, anyway, yeah, no, 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 that's but, fair. And I'm sorry <laughs> that I immediately just was like, she has giant natural hair. Yeah, it, well, no, she How does. How do you not I mean, see her? But let's be very frank about it. Monica has very large hair. Oh, it's true. Like that it, hair it is. is, that's um, There's a, unprofessional hair for the field. If we can just right. put it in terms well, like that. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, it probably should be but that's not that not it you know that's the whole fight that we're having right now sure about how you know we, i'm not one to speak about an, i'm not one to speak about natural hair I, obviously that's not my no. that's not what i'm trying but to the say the reality of it is is that this is something that you would spot this that, is something that you would spot like, from from 10 yards out if not more no and exactly to be totally honest someone would tell her you pr- you probably won't pull that back no no for sure i mean like that the, pra- the practical nature of, of people not noticing her just because she stood out so different than everyone else there yeah you know and, which and, is and the fact that that jimmy woo had you you mean you don't know who jimmy woo is 
<laughs> he goes Ant-Man. He, he goes Ant-Man. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know who Jimmy Woo is? You know Jimmy Woo is telling everybody, I met Scott Lang. <laughs> you know, every chance he gets, he's like. Well, yeah, because he, he learned the close-up magic. He's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, you know how I did my little card trip with a business card? Ant-Man taught me that. Because <laughs> that's who Jimmy Woo is. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh no, it's exactly no, no, no. I got it. No, and I and I think just also to say the Clark Kent thing, which is far less important than the last stuff we were talking about. I am someone who believes that the the glasses thing works. I mean, especially in the hands of somebody like Christopher Reeve, who put a, a you know a, a physical element too to like basically shrink in on himself. I think the glasses thing works. And I, who is it that is it Henry Cavill? One of those guys went out, you know. At, walking around New York with the glasses on like underneath the Superman sign and didn't get recognized. Well, Hugh Jackman <laughs> went to Comic-Con in full Wolverine as, costume as Wolverine. and someone told him that he was too short. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So, so I, I mean, mean, I totally, yeah. I totally believe, you know, the, the whole Charlie Chaplin lost to Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. Contest. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, I totally believe that the, the glasses things works, but the fact that, you would not notice someone who is very looks very different from 30 feet away mm -hmm, even mm -hmm. than anyone else that was yeah. so I, the poncho but whatever right um okay and then i know we've talked about this before and i <laughs> this is so this is when vision gets to the edge of the city and decides to walk on out because he wants to help everyone he's worried about the people yes yes and he starts disintegrating and we still oh, don't yes. know that he's a manifest part of the you know we don't know that he's been manifested mm -hmm. only within the hex mm -hmm. and he starts disintegrating and he and you know darcy like you know he's pleading and he's dying yeah and i'm <laughs> uh i'm gonna write my notes here because you've explained this before but i continue to be confused like i guess the vision disappearing thing is explained so confusingly they say everything is re real in the hex and she re rewrites reality but she manifested him entirely Mm -hmm. but the kids are something she manifested and they're real and they exist elsewhere supposedly because she's looking for them so how if she manifested her kids how do they exist somewhere else but she manifested a vision and he doesn't and i'm not wrapping my poor little brain around it what do you mean the kids are what do you mean she's looking for her kids elsewhere they're still inside well, the hex well i thought no i'm sorry by the end of the by the end of the series and she's in you know looking like i thought that's what she because you could hear them calling out to her from the Shh. Mm -hmm. from the dark hole so they exist somewhere i think or, they or exist in the multiverse looking, or is she just looking for some version of her kids that exists somewhere in the multiverse and those things are gone i think she's looking for okay. some version of her children so those are in the multiverse gone. i okay, think the physical that. children are gone okay that's but i think the Spirit. They annoyed me far less than most children in, in entertainment. You know, shockingly, <laughs> of all the children that I've come across in the last 18 months, I didn't hate them. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, God. Anyway, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, was, I was talking to a friend very recently who took a nannying job, and, she was, and I was like, not for the wide world. You know, and, um, and she said, well, actually, because they were like 11 and eight and she was being paid a fairly decent amount and it was just they could watch movies and go to the pool all day i'm like okay that i might that i could possibly support because they're somewhat self-sufficient you know what I mean? but they're not 
teenagers that are going to be all like, you know, and they're not small children that are going to be like, oh, please, please don't put your finger in the light socket. You know, maybe that's the the sweet spot for, you know, getting kids that would watch Disney movies and swim all day. I don't know. Yeah. But most of the time, I don't know. Kids still be needing to make like four figures a month for that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not mom for it. I could tell you. I mean, I I have children. I like most of them. Uh, there's, there's, a, there's a reason I don't have children. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I mean, I continue to be jealous. Uh, <laughs> your you made your bed several times, so you can live with your consequences. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I know. they're delightful. I mean, 18 years, 18 years. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew this. Maybe I don't. Never mind. No, no. <laughs> um, so Vision and Darcy have that moment where they connect with the eyes, and then she brings it up. Well, he brings it up in the next episode, and I'm, I know I'm skipping, but it, since they're parallel moments, he went to, he's, he comes up to her while she's chained to the truck and the whole circus thing mm-hmm. he's like we have that moment we our eyes connected and yeah. it's just like some weird bar like yes. hitting on her that go hard pass you know yeah <laughs> yeah it's like yes of course he would find the most inept way to say <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god anyway um but then well and also this was our so i i forgot to mention she expands that hex so mm-hmm. fast yes to, to save vision I thought that was really cool to know that she could do that. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like watching that happen. And I would also like to know where I could get a hold of one of these cars that she rewrites. Yes. Cause I would like to have like a 57 Chevy or a Studebaker or something, whatever, you know, or, or, a, <laughs> and have it be all the modern stuff. Yeah. But look really cool. <laughs> that would be great. Mm-hmm. Somebody should do that. <laughs> so anyway, um, all right, so then I think we're at episode seven, unless you have more to say about that one. Um, no, just, that, I mean, I've already said it, but just that this was the episode where he full on completely contradicts her. Oh yeah, you're right, you're right, yeah. You know, where he, he says, I'm gonna go be a part of the neighborhood watch. And then she sees Herb and she's like, oh, where's Vision? You know, And he's like, oh, he's not on the watch tonight. Mm-hmm. And it's because he's out walking to the edge of town. Right. You know, and, and then of course that's happen. where, and then that's where she, where he meets Agnes mm-hmm. in her car. Right. And, you know, he does that whole, you know, head thing. And of course, and of course you find out later that, you know, it doesn't do anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, and she's just like, oh my God, am I dead? And he's like, no, why would you think that? Because you are. Yeah, she never really likes messing with people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That. I, I oh, think I, the I, Halloween episode was just a genius episode in general. No, it was so fun and so great. And oh, and it has that moment at the end when the hex is expanding and. And Darcy says fudge, you know, but yeah. <laughs> that's what the closed captions say, but I I I don't yeah. believe that. Right, <laughs> right. And I spent a whole week worried that this would be how they'd get rid of her since she's not a major character. But right, me too. Yeah. Yeah, I was genuinely concerned. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Okay, so episode seven. Um 
Yeah, that starts with that whole he comes up to her and to, to Darcy and the whole like we locked eyes and she's hard fast. And um and I just I really I don't know why, but I really love it when t- shows take characters that we've seen one way and show me them the other way. Like there's the guy, you know, that looks like he's like the strong man. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, he's water on it. I don't know. I just <laughs> uh, like you're all straight laced, and the next time you're wearing spandex and like you know bedazzled. Right. I I just love that shit. Yeah. Um, and um, I mean, I I want I would love to know how her magic works. Like I guess because they had tents, the obvious thing is that this is a circus on the edge of town. Yeah, it's so cool. Anyway, but um, well, or the fact that she sees it as a circus. Right. Well, that's true too. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, and this, this is the, this episode is called breaking the fourth wall and they start doing a lot of that in this. Mm-hmm. I really love it. Um, Agnes does it at one point. I think it's the first thing she said, and she's coming to take the boys. And, um, and this is after we, you know, see that Wanda's clearly depressed. I mean, you know, slippers and cereal and whatever, and talk, she's willing to have the boys go away. Oh, just go. I'll be fine. And the boys are like, Oh, we want to take care of you. I'm like, Holy crap. That's not healthy. Right. <laughs> um, and then Agnes says, uh, no, I won't bite. And then she looks at the camera and like winks. So I'm like, Oh, great. Yeah. This is where everyone's going to break the fourth wall for this one. Right. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah. And this, Oh, this is, I, I'm, just, I'm still so underwhelmed by the buildup about this aerospace engineer. Yeah. But then, so then this rather cool looking uh, urban Humvee thing. thing. Yeah. I, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen Stripes? Yes. Okay, so I'm thinking of that SUV. Like, yes. <laughs> like, if you've got a heavily armed recreational vehicle here, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh God, it's an urban assault vehicle. I know that's not what it is, but that's all I could think. Like I really would have, I, I would love to have had that thing just show up randomly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God, if it had gone through the hex and become that, that would have been so perfect. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Oh my God. <laughs> Missed opportunity. <laughs> okay. And so, so then uh, Monica's trying to go on and, and it won't go through. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why they thought I, I really can't figure out how they thought it would go through when vibranium couldn't come out. I mean, you know, like it didn't. Right, right. Maybe they weren't present for vision coming out. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I don't... that was, but whatever it was, it just didn't, it didn't, certainly not a great idea. Yeah. Um, and, oh, <laughs> and this is the whole drive thing that he's saying. <laughs> Cause she's cause cause they're trying to get away in the funnel cake vehicle, which just cracks me up anyway, funnel of mm-hmm. love. And then Wanda's creating all these barriers for them moving, like the light won't turn. And then I mean, I expected nuns to be walking children across the street. It's right, like, right. <laughs> yeah. Trying to do road work, fix this. Um and then in the whole, like as as we're seeing Wanda have have more and more depression and breakdown or whatever i'm not sure depression is the right word but i'm gonna call it that Mm -hmm. anyway she's not coping well she doesn't know why things aren't working you know and we start seeing all the literal glitches like the stork buzzing in out and stuff Mm -hmm. and um and then yeah and then the the (laughs) the cameraman which is actually agnes breaks the fourth wall and asks her a question yeah which is very 
like the cameraman on the office when he talked to Pam that one time and I was like what the fuck is happening like I you that was the freakiest thing for me I was, I was like a near apocalyptic event for me when that happened I'm like what is going on? <laughs> I didn't know and then I, I was and I actually think this is so stupid after I saw that and I'm not like a huge office fan it makes me uncomfortable but I mm-hmm. I did go back and I thought I ended up going to IMDb. I was like, has this guy been, been in other episodes? Like, <laughs> um, I respect the office, but I just don't like secondhand embarrassment or any of that yeah. kind of stuff like that. So it's just not for me in general. Mm-hmm. But there's parts of it I like a lot. Um, anyway. Uh, oh, and then we get this depression medicine ad. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. So... Can we talk about this for, for a minute? Um, Absolutely, we can. On, okay, well, you want to give your thoughts first? Well, so, uh, so <laughs> full full disclosure first is that I, I watched these episodes several weeks ago um, <laughs> and I did not take notes, so I don't remember much. But what I do remember is that it is a classic 90s pharmaceutical commercial. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> And then it, it reminded me a lot of like some of the first Prozac commercials I remember seeing. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> one of those things were like, and I'm trying to remember what's the, what's, what brand did they call it? Ne- Nexus. I think. Nexus or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. Something like like nexus is because it's like a play on the hex right right yeah when she's supposed to be a nexus being but we don't know that yet but yeah yeah Yeah, okay Mm -hmm. so (laughs) my whole thing was like um so if you're depressed but you're some you know (laughs) like magical being (laughs) (laughs) you should be able to cure your own depression but if you're not a magical being we have a pill for you. Like, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. very simply, no, like, I, I guess, this is for you. I, I, and also, like, if are you a parent? Do you have children that age too quickly? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, do you have a husband that questions your every move? Like, take uh, Nexus. Like, <laughs> no, exactly. Exactly. No, yeah, no, exactly. And what they did is, the- you know, the disclaimers that they put at the end of those ads, you know, even now, and you know, it'll be things like not, not this, not this ad, but I, they're just things that I'd be like, why would I take your medicine if I'm going to, you know, experience anal bleeding or something? Right. 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 Yeah. You know, or, um, but this one is like part of the disclaimers were, um, feeling your feelings you know, that's some of the yeah, side feeling your about, feelings. Well, yeah. <laughs> you're feeling your feelings or more depression. You know? Yeah. 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 Which, you know, okay, sure. Uh, that sounds about right. Like, like the, well, I mean, I see those ads all the time. Well, not all the time, but they're like, it's depression medication, but they might increase your thoughts of suicide. Yeah. I'm like, well, that, that is counterintuitive to say the least. Yeah. But <laughs> so so, I mean, I think this was a really well done commercial. I like my favorite part is when she looks like she's laying in bed, but she just walks straight away from the, from the mattress. Yeah. Like, like I thought that is so cool. I, mm-hmm. I, I can't believe no commercials already done that. Right. Um, anyway. 
And of course, like, so again, I want to talk about just in the context of the story first. And it's that, okay, she's clearly depressed in this episode. She's going through stuff mentally. This is talking about it. It even says, you know, because the world doesn't revolve around you, or maybe it does, mm-hmm. you know, because she made the world. And right. I, and I thought, so I, I, I thought this, you know, as a storytelling device, this was telling, should make it very clear to me if I wasn't the sort of person that would catch on to her mental state. Okay. This is what's going on in her for this episode. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, we know since then it was supposed to be Dr. Strange and I guess he was supposed to show up in this, but yeah, I don't, I don't know how you couldn't, how can you not just, you know, even just put like a facsimile of Dr. Strange behind the counter there. I don't, how hard it, what, what is Benedict Cumberbatch doing that he couldn't show up for, you know, look, 30 seconds and make half a million bucks. <laughs> It could have put up a cardboard cutout of like him holding the Beaver box from Nexus. From <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he could have like it could have been a cardboard cutout of him like in a pharmacist coat, like in a lab coat, yeah. like holding the box of. Yes, it would have been funny. And but... he's a doctor. Yes, I like that was the whole freaking point. And he says he's a legitimate doctor, doctor, so it would have been funny. Like, it would have been. I mean, even if they couldn't Bandersnatch pull off the thing where all these were supposed. To... <laughs> I feel like. I feel like they should in Dr. Strange have it be mentioned maybe in a one-off line that mm-hmm. he was trying to reach her with all these things and they just yeah they were legitimate messages mm-hmm. that because of her hex changed to commercials right you know but I mean just something to explain it but yeah. whatever if not it doesn't make a lot of sense to me that she was coming up with these ads but you know a lot of the stuff that's happening here doesn't make sense to me like why is she manifesting tigers all over the place so right right um, anyway uh then i thought it was interesting that her her son says he likes agnes because she's quiet on the inside mm-hmm. i mean and i get that now that she's got like a guard up but at the time yeah. i thought oh is she like dead you know i mean like I mean, yeah what do you yeah think, you know um, no absolutely i, mean, I wondered about, about that at first Mm-hmm. because it was very much like what a weird thing for him to pick up on mm-hmm. and then obviously because everything got spoiled for me watching this the first time I was like well she's got to have some kind of shield up she's got to you know whatever it is because obviously right. if he can hear if he can read people's minds or he can hear what people are thinking mm-hmm. whatever the semantics are of that Yes, yes. And obviously she has to block everything. Everything. Yeah, yeah. It's very twilight between the two of them there on the sofa. It's it's very You can't read her mind because she's a shield. Yeah. (laughs) I've ruined that for you. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Thank you. Thank you. All right. Um, And so, okay, now here's the thing. I want to say, before before I say what I'm about to say, I would like to say I am actually, when when I come away from this story, I care more about Vision and Wanda. I do. I certainly empathize with more about Wanda than I did coming along into it before. Okay. I mean, not that I, just before I was somewhat ambivalent, you know, apathy, whatever. Yeah. Um, But they gave me a lot more reason to care about them. I am invested, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, my favorite characters is still going to be Darcy and I enjoy Agent Burlap. But that being said, I really think that I come out of this story caring about Monica more than anyone else. 
Um, I think I, I, I think she's, she said, I want to know more about her. I want to know what she did. I want to know why she, I want to know why she's in the state that why she was in a state where she glows inside, mm-hmm. how she knew she could go through that hex again. Maybe it was that she already got blown through it once, but right. You know, but to be ballsy enough to do it again, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I clearly she's got powers now. I'm, I'm, I'm so, and I, I like her gumption. I like, you know, how she was having that dual conversation with Hayward in the beginning when he was the the director and she's like, Oh, sure. You know, basically Mm -hmm. like you said it best. Sure. I'll take you down from the inside. You know, you know, I I like that. She's, she, she can have those conversations without saying it, but I still got it because she's a badass, but she's being political about it. Yeah. You know, and I I don't feel like we've seen that yet. Mm. Like that's a character. I don't think that we have seen in this universe yet is someone who is absolutely capable and who speaks their mind but does it in like a strategic political way like like everyone you know steve would be very you know honest and delegating and whatever you know Mm -hmm. he but but no one no one is doing it this way and i I, I, anyway so so that being said so she has her becoming moment yes and I think that all that being said, I don't end up being moved by this moment. And I feel like definitely as long as it was, I was supposed to be caring way more than I cared. And I, and I watched it now a few times and, you know, and I see stuff that I didn't see the first time. The first time I didn't notice that she was different versions of her was, were coming in and out of herself, which was cool, you know, but, and I think this is just such a small thing. I think it comes down to just a choice that they put in all this dialogue, all these dialogue callbacks, mm-hmm. which I don't think were, they weren't necessary. And yeah. you know, I mean, and if they had done a more moving score right there, I would have cared more. Yeah. You know, and I'm not even like a massive music person, but that's, it didn't move me emotionally like it should have. Like mm-hmm. I should have gotten goosebumps. This yeah. was her no man's land moment, mm-hmm. you know, and it, mm-hmm. it didn't, didn't get there, even though I care so much about her. So, yeah, anyway. she, she stuck the landing, but the scene itself did not stick the landing. Right. Exactly. And the, yeah, the, the actress is good. You could do amazing. You could see it like, mm-hmm. like absolutely all of the emotions playing out. You know, I believed that she was going through that. I mean, like physically there's a, you know, I, I, everything, but just, I think that there's a, it's the music is missing. And, and in right. general, I think Marvel misses the boat with their music. Like they could have been telling this amazing orchestral story yeah. for 30 plus movies. And instead you have very few people who have recognizable themes. Right. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, but all right. Um, and anyway, all right. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is, this is when Vision realizes he's talking to the camera and I laugh my ass off um, instead of helping. Um, and then, okay, and then now, now Monica's, uh, sorry, now Wanda's in Agnes's house and she's making her tea and Wanda is about to put together that her kids aren't anywhere to be sound, seen. Right. And like, oh, they're in the basement. And, um, and then you go down there and this time I consciously watched to see when the aspect ratio changes. Mm-hmm. And, and she's further she's pretty far into the basement before it changes but yeah but it does 
I, I realized as I was watching it, it does totally change your app, like the apprehension it ratchets up when that's when the, you know, the black bars show up and everything gets smaller and tighter. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and <laughs> this is where my notes say, oh, damn it. This song is going to be stuck in my head again for a month. <laughs> 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 it's such a good song. <laughs> oh, well. It's funny, we we now use that song at work. When, <laughs> um, so PSA to all, you know, two of you that are listening. If you come into a bookstore and you go to the current affairs section and whichever way you lean politically, those are the books that you decide to pull out of the shelves and then put face out. You're not affecting the opposing party. You're affecting me who has to reshelve everything. Stop doing <laughs> shit like that. It annoys me. Um, but yeah, when, so when we find That's stuff so like that, oh it's funny. God. It's funny. Like the first time, uh-huh. the 30th time that I find stuff in humor. Uh-huh. That's all political books. That's not funny. No, when I have to walk no. them 30 feet and I have like an arm full of books. No, no, no. That's not funny. I don't like that. No, it, um, it, no, it isn't funny. I mean, I'm not, I'm just like, I can't imagine having the time on my hands that. Oh, my, I'm my, amazed at the My protest just, art is you know, to go to the, the local bookstore and, you know, do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, um, but that's do, our do song they, though. Do they, do they turn the books around in the mystery section so you can't see the spines? I've seen it. Uh, people do that. They, yeah, they turn them <laughs> so that it's pages out and then they'll, um, and books that we do have faced out in section like spine, mm-hmm. spine, spine, and then face out if it's not um, aligning with their like political beliefs, they'll mm-hmm. turn them around. Like, so you can't, yeah. you can't see the cover. I'm like, yeah. that doesn't, it doesn't do anything to the author or the person who it's about. No. It only really affects those of us that work here and have to fix it. I'm so sorry. But yeah, so um, depending on who's at work, I'll get on the radio and I'll be like, who's been messing up everything? <laughs> That's awesome. That awesome. And if oh, my, if my manager God. Brie is there, she'll be like, it's been Agatha all along. <laughs> oh my God. I love it so much. It's terrible. Oh, I want to be able to laugh like Catherine Hahn. I mean, how unnerving and wonderful would that be? First of like, all, Let's just talk about Catherine Hahn for a moment. Oh, she's amazing. She is fabulous. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. She's been as are everyone else named Catherine. I can't think of. I mean, I can't. Time. I can't disagree with you. Um, <laughs> every Catherine that I have known, including it's... myself, because I used Catherine as a pseudonym. Oh, really? When I worked I on my ghost tour, that was my stage name. Was Catherine? Oh, awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, but she's amazing. And everything that she's ever been in, she's always been, um, you know, massive scenes dealer, massive scene dealer. She's always played like the weird best friend character, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so to see her play in like this weird best friend mm-hmm. automatically are like, Oh my God, this is perfect. Like, Oh, this is going to be so great and everything else. And then you come to find out Mm-hmm. And this is actually who she is and oh my gosh it, it couldn't have been any more perfect well, and see and to that because that's how i associate her too that 
was also fueled to me thinking that oh god i've lost her name a- a- anya i thought she was gonna be somebody oh sure because, yeah 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 because yeah dotty <laughs> but oh well anyway Dottie. yeah thank you dotty yeah anyway um oh well uh yeah so yeah Catherine Hahn was amazing in this and i mean t- what a score that she sings so well herself mm-hmm. i know that's her voice is the cameraman if she drops it down i don't even think that's digital i think she's just faking that i think she's just awesome. yeah 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 just perfect 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 um mm-hmm. Anyway, and, and she's going to have that big scene coming up in the next episode. So I'll say some more stuff about her then. But again, yeah. now back to my, this old chestnut. There's an end credit scene <laughs> in this episode. This old chestnut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. This, of course there is. Yeah. Is fuel, fuel to my, my ire. Uh, okay. <laughs> this, this, this scene served no purpose. Okay. It, it didn't, it, it's Monica coming to the basement. <sighs> You see the purple stuff magically, whatever they, you know, her little, huh? yeah, her the, plants, and then yeah. fake Pietro shows up and scares her. Okay, I have so many thoughts on this. First of all, it did nothing. It detracted from again. This was somebody's becoming episode. We should be talking about Monica becoming some superhero as yet to be named. That's what. That's what the big takeaway from this episode should have been plus the Agatha reveal. But between this freaking in credit scene and that song, we lose Monica in the dust. Mm-hmm. That's not what anybody talks about, you know? And I mean, I think, and I, I it, honestly, if we did lose that somewhat to just the song, I might not be embittered. But, but, but this in credit scene does nothing. It doesn't forward the arc. It doesn't tell anything. Nothing comes of it. Monica never goes in that basement. You know, and she also doesn't, yeah, I mean, I mean, I know like Ralph Rabzer or whatever, but mm-hmm. I, I get, I guess, I mean, I guess we're supposed to take that he's on autopilot to always be looking out for, you know, Agnes, Agatha, and that's how he sees her. But for the most part, it's just stupid. Like, like, like you never see him anywhere. And then suddenly he's just, oh, hey, what are you doing here? You know, in my basement. Mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. it, it just, I don't, I don't know. It did. It pissed me off. Okay. Done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, all right. Let's see. Um, so now we're on episode eight. Mm-hmm. This one starts with that witch trial. That was actually a trial by witches, which was a nice inversion of that trope. I like that. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Which even upon the second watch, I was like, why is she being punished? I was like, yeah, there was a moment where I was like, is she being punished because she's too powerful or is she being punished because she's using dark magic? I, I think it was, my takeaway was that she, like the mother, okay, it was never clear to me, but I guess that's supposed to be her mother, mother, yes. that, yeah. yeah, as opposed to like, I thought that was like a term of reverence in their coven or something, but sure. Anyway, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Oh, dark mother. Last mm-hmm. I'm just, yeah, I'm sorry. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway. Um, so I, the mother, the mother says you stole magic that was, a, you know, beyond your station and cap- I think it's capabilities. I mean, it's just, okay. So I'm guessing it's just that, she jumped ahead 
Mm-hmm. And then, and then she, and then she also, and then also, and you practice, you know, the darkest of magic. So I think okay. it's that she broke protocol. She broke ranks mm-hmm. and got into something before she was really allowed to be there. But she's all like, well, I, and then her defense is, well, you know, I was just too powerful. It let me. So like, why wouldn't I? You right. Know, right. I will, you know, and I, you know, not being a fan of bureaucracy myself, Mm-hmm. if we were talking about most things i'd be like she has a point like why on earth would you hold somebody back like this is a gifted student let them go ahead sure you know <laughs> so yeah. so i mean i yeah so what so to that degree i i i am on the side of the bad guy here like i don't if you're supposed to, if you're able of do, to do something why not do it right now perhaps mm-hmm. learning the dark hold is not that thing that you should do i mean but- <laughs> But, to, but I get the feeling, my takeaway was that she would be punished even if she wasn't doing dark magic. Yeah. You know, it, mm-hmm. that's the way it was phrased. Like above your station doesn't mean, it, she could, the, the lady should have said something incredibly different. Like you were practicing dark magic. You know that that's forbidden. I mean, that kind of, no, this was like, you didn't follow the rules. Right. You know, right. you jumped ahead. You know, mm-hmm. you skipped, you read the last chapter. You know what I mean? Like, that kind of thing. So and I thought this was it. This was a really, yeah, I, I, it was just so well done. Like they're draining her power and then suddenly she's draining all their powers with her purple stuff. And then the mom and my favorite, my, and the mom with that crown that looks a lot like the Scarlet Witch crown kind of manifests on her out of mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. It was all very, very, I, I liked it a lot. You know, I thought yeah. it, I liked seeing a different kind of witch trial. I liked the idea that there might've actually been witches as opposed to just poor women who got tortured because somebody wanted their land, right? You know, or they or they didn't conform to gender norms or whatever it was that was mm-hmm. you know that whatever behooved Mister Putnam and his ilk, right? Um, so anyway, and then uh, and then after that, I just feel like the story is basically on fast forward to explain Wanda's backstory. You know, yes. Agatha does the whole memory charm mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, cause she says to Wanda, you know, basically like you said, all you, you know, we, we, right before, cause she wants to know how she did the magic. So yes. let's get back to that moment. You said mm-hmm. all you felt was nothingness. And then it didn't, it was only clear to me on rewatch that basically, I mean, I knew why she was doing it, but it was to me, it seems like, okay, I want you to feel just as bad. Mm-hmm. as you did in that moment of endless nothingness that's why we're going to relive all this right and then right. you can tell me how you did it mm-hmm. so great it's torture and 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 business oriented yeah absolutely <laughs> so and then we proceed to go through everything um and you know we see her uh and her family you know blown up we you know mm-hmm. get we to the see whole, that, horrific. that horrific yeah uh situation with the missile from tony stark right and mm-hmm. um you know and the you know the dick van dyke episode that was so important to her yeah um and you know how the how the movies were family tradition and that i think that was beautiful yeah um and then and then the, and then the, the probability hex that she just can do on her own which you know i didn't that's the only reason why it didn't blow up which i can tell you the idea um the idea that she would have kept that from blowing up 
never occurred to me. I mean, I mean, I know she did it incidentally, yeah. but I had always accepted that was just some sort of fluke accident that it didn't go off. Even knowing she's powered, what a dip, dipshit I am. It never occurred to me that this incredibly powerful being might have made that not blow up just by sheer will, which yeah. seems like kind of fucking obvious now. Right. You know, but anyway, right. so I, I love that. I felt badly about her family. I was really surprised that I thought at some point, especially after the gun thing where she turns them all on Hayward, that we were going to find out these weren't really her parents and they were like adoptive parents. And her mm-hmm. dad was really Magneto because that she was doing Magneto crap. Sure. Hey, anyway. Um, yeah. I'm talking a lot. So please stop. <laughs> no, you're fine. Again, I, I didn't <laughs> okay. take notes. So please. Okay. All right. Well, um, um, and, you know, and I'm not going to belabor a lot of, because it, you know, they're, they were important, all of these, for lack of a better word, flashbacks, but they just sort of explained her to us more. And, and she did need to be explained. Yeah. But, but in general, then, you know, she and Pietro, you know, become un- understandably, uh, militant to a degree, radicalized against the things that have, you know, killed their parents and ruined their country. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then so they volunteer for Hydra and they're the only ones that have been living through these experiments. And in a very, in a scene that's so well done, I'm confused by it still. Uh, she has, she has an encounter with the mind stone. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I still don't understand if, if it's, she removed everyone's memories somehow or it did. Yeah. But it still doesn't make any, it, it still is not clear to me what, I get that she saw that and mm-hmm. she saw herself in the future and it basically, she, it, they, they melded, you know, they like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her. you know, the, I get all that. What I don't get is why the people in the observation room didn't see any of it unless they just got some early version of what she does later in to rewrite the TV scenes. Right. You know? Right. Unless it was that or, or in some way, because she's the one destined to be the Scarlet Witch, she's the only one that saw it. Right, and that's possible too. I mean, and then she's you know, out on the floor. That's right, funny, you know. or or that what they saw happened like in real time, and it was a split second, mm-hmm. whereas what she experienced was like a whole. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, no, exactly. It was like some um, long version of like oh my gosh, this, I had this whole experience and here it was and everything else. But what they saw was here's the mind stone and it, you know, exploded yeah. in her face and she yeah, collapsed she on the some floor. Kind of like King's Crossing and Harry Potter that no one else is seeing that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. I, I, I lean towards that. And then she passes mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Um, and then, and then we get an explanation for why these two weirdos are in love in the first place. You know, the vision at the Avengers compound sitting with her while she's watching TV. So you see that this is consistent with her. Yes. And, and they say a lot of, you know, lovely things, but of course that whole, you know, what is grief, but love persevering. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, Marvel should just stop right now. They're never going to top it. That's the they're, they're never going to top it, but also the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my entire life yeah <laughs> it's it's a it's a beautiful phrase no it is yeah. it's a beautiful phrase mm-hmm. um i don't know maybe that's the very cynical part of me that's like no no really? I, get it. I mean like 
like it's glorifying something that's awful and you know and, yes. and all of that and it and i and i get it yeah i do but as far as like poetic stuff they're, they're never going to do anything they're never going to write anything better yeah i mean they, they screwed the pooch with to the end of the line yeah because steve didn't <laughs> stay so fuck you guys i mean good job marble you screwed that one up <laughs> Sorry, uh, bitter. No, no, no. I, I totally agree with you. I do. I mean, it's very pretty, but you know, this is their nothing gold can stay. They're not gonna. They're not gonna come up with something you know that's gonna hit harder than that for so many people. Right. Um, even if it's, you know, the end of our, yeah, it's just a. It, it is just a platitude, but mm-hmm. but I'll take. You know, I'll take. I'll when when I'm used to things like I'll be back. You know, in in action movies. <laughs> I mean, I'll take this one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's no yippee kaye, motherfucker, but <laughs> you know. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, oh, anyway. Um, all right, and then you know, and then and then here's oh god, this is a critique I, I hate making. This is where like it it, it seemed entertaining don't get me wrong i'm not i'm not condemning it but there was some stuff here where i feel like we, we should have been getting payoffs and we didn't even when i watched it the first time mm-hmm. i'm like where are the answers to these what's up with the rabbit what's up with this what's up with that what's up you know you know the kids are just fucking gone with the, the rabbit <laughs> the rabbit was mephisto yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's your yes. answer right yes. there <laughs> yeah I, I mean you know yeah so so i honestly don't have a whole lot more on this episode other than that it it explained to us why they're in love and Mm -hmm. they gave us their backstory Mm -hmm. and it was very concise and you know well done and we learn exactly that we're supposed to believe even now that agatha worked completely on her own Mm -hmm. and she was drawn there by that magic and she wants to learn how to use it and then um and then at the end she has the boys that Wanda's been looking for and she's holding him out in the street like on a leash you know yeah. And, yeah and uh and that's pretty much how that one ends so well it, i think it's I, important I though to something. i think it's important to point out though that in this episode is when she goes to sword mm-hmm. oh i forgot told that that was in there i didn't put that in my notes that's why oh, yeah okay so she goes yeah. to sword and she because she's she wants to see vision mm-hmm and this is when you find out for sure. Right. Like we all assume, we all assume it, but we're going to find out definitely that Tyler Hayward is a giant lion douchebag because mm-hmm. she does not steal Vision's body. Mm-hmm. Right. Or I'm sorry, the Vision's body as he constantly yeah, refers to it. That's something I point out too because he always uses that article. Yeah. Like the takes away mm-hmm. any sort of personhood. Yeah. And like, and he is very- It takes away all that autonomy yeah so yeah yeah so so that that had i had always meant to bring that up i'm glad you said and he so i have the episode playing right now because i just like i have it on site and he goes well and my um, my last notes are melded together there i forget do we see her manifest everything at the end of this episode or the beginning of the last one i can't i believe it's the end of this episode okay um because she i remember the end of it she gets in the car and she immediately drives to Westview. Yeah, she's and then at the she, map with the little and then she gets it. to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she goes, so she literally says, what is this? Why are you showing me this? And he goes, mm-hmm. because you asked to see it. 
Yeah. Not you asked to see him. You asked to see it. Yeah. 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 And they're, they're, yeah, they're just manhandling it. Yes. Yeah. So I'm glad you were there. I had, in my, I had in my head that that was the next episode, but honestly, that would have made no sense because they just spent this whole episode building yeah. this up to why she was so sad mm-hmm. as that she could just do the role. And that's what it is. People looking back then. She's got <laughs> like the deed to the house. Right. And she gets there and she literally collapses in on herself in her grief. And that's where everything, everything builds manifests. Up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he, him, and everything, and that's when we find out for the first time she created it all. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and honestly, like I know all of this is huge. Don't get me wrong, yeah, but course. she's literally manifested vibranium and an infinity stone and something that could do all that stuff. You know, I mean that. I mean, all of this stuff is crazy mm-hmm. to me. That's the craziest level of it. Right. Anyway, but uh, just amazing over the top stuff. Yeah. Woo. Yeah um anyway uh yeah all right so you want to take us into the final episode yeah so um (laughs) i know they start out in the street yeah this is a lot of action so i think it's easy it's like kind of swift to recap kind of in a way but it's just because i'm not going to break down fight scenes between witches right yeah there's i draw well so of course so of course the the end credit scene in the previous episode is white vision yeah mm-hmm. we can't oh, discount sure. that yeah you know i i didn't go off on that one that one that one also i don't know how they could have fit it in the episode it was important it ended up being all anyone talked about you know mm-hmm. but whatever mm-hmm. yeah you know so it, again i just it's it, it continuously crews my my yeah you know whatever i don't want to be right about it i just am Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) oh golly anyway apparently well my apologies to everyone because clearly off the you know third time i rewatched these i thought i would remember things and didn't write them down so sorry (laughs) whoopsie (laughs) yeah all right so Um, the, the next one starts with them in the street yeah they're in the street um Agnes has the boys like on a, you know, she's choking them like on a leash. Tether. Yeah. Yeah, tether. Um, and I think, I think this line, just because I have it up right now, that Agnes says is she she says she takes power from the undeserving. Right. So she thinks Wanda doesn't deserve that power. Yeah. Yeah. She, 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 didn't so work she, for it. she didn't work for it. And I I get that and I can understand that, but I also have to wonder if part of why she thinks Wanda is undeserving is because of how she used the power. Not that Agnes is a good person, not, you know, like not because Agnes is a good person or anything, but because of what Wanda did to this entire city. Well, yeah. She even says like, you're using it to make uh, breakfast for dinner. Like, yeah. (laughs) Like this is how rebellious you're being. Like you could change the world literally. And you're doing dumb shit. Like you're playing house basically. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, So, and, um, oh God. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I think. And then, and then white vision shows up and she, I don't understand how she's confused about, that it not be in her vision because he's all white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't understand how how you're confused about this. He's doing I mean, monochromatic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
I, I don't know if it just, again, she's so willfully ignorant most of the time to this, or maybe not ignorant, but willfully accepting yeah. of things that should be warning bells to her. Yeah. Um, and maybe, you know, I'm, if I'm trying to give her credit, maybe she thought it was the same thing where she was momentarily seeing him dead. Right. You know, but but right. this is this is a wholly different thing. But of course, she did just go through some traumatic shit in the basement. So maybe that's what she's thinking. I don't know. But right. Yeah, or I, or I, maybe I because to... she knows the vision in the hex as one she created. Yeah. And so she realizes so, that that had this has to be real vision. Right. Not hex oh, yeah, vision. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I, uh, I, <laughs> Uh, her most of the time flying around in there just like it's no big deal wearing her like track suit <laughs> uh, yeah yeah she's like wearing sweats and like adidas or something like that like I mean, honestly uh, how great for elizabeth olsen that she's not in an uncomfortable outfit most of the filming of this I'm hoping i mean i think it's amazing um <laughs> yeah yeah and um yeah and we haven't talked a lot about the location obviously this is filmed on a set somewhere you know i mm-hmm. mean obviously right yeah yeah Is it the Warner Brothers? Like, I, I, I don't know. Cause it, cause I, I'm so familiar with the back lot at Universal, like from, mm-hmm. you know, Back to the Future and Bruce Almighty and, yeah. Well, Quantum, Quantum Leap, I just want to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> but I know a lot of that burned, but, but it, it, it has that same sort of feel, like with the gazebo and everything that mm-hmm, shows up mm-hmm. on the time. But I've never visited like the Warner Brothers back lot. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's what this is or not. I don't know if it's Warner Brothers. I I forget what they said in the making of. I'm assuming that it's probably a Disney studio yeah. lot. Yeah, I mean, well, and that would make sense, obviously. But I just I was curious anyway. Yeah. And, um, okay, and so as everything starts to kind of fall apart, there's this, you know, she's, the this the people in the city start to confront her, mm-hmm. and I'm. I'm guessing like she, the hex is breaking down a little bit. That's why they're able to like confront her well, more. Well, Agnes releases them from Wanda's hold. Oh, I forgot she could do That's that. what yeah, that is. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cause, cause so, and that was something I had, I found really super interesting in the moment that Agnes, like, like Wanda created the sex and held them there, but Agnes could intervene and remove stuff. She just hadn't. She could have done it at any time. Yeah. And she chose not to. Yeah. Which like what what was your end game like i obviously yeah. we know what your end game was but like at the same time what made you wait so long to mm-hmm. get to the point you know what i mean like to get to this point where you're like okay yeah. now i want your power now i'm going to attack you for it mm-hmm. why didn't you just do it at the beginning yeah i mean i know that no exactly i mean i get if we look at it that she's using it as a case study, like what can this lady do? Mm-hmm. You know, and now that she's manifested these babies, well, you know, right. But, but that she seems very aware that those children are not under Wanda's control. Right. I don't know why she kills the dog. I mean, you know, just mm-hmm. a lot of it seems nonsensical to me, you know, yeah. just slapdash sort of, let me see what, but, but maybe, if it's just an ex- a learning experience slash experiment to her, maybe that's why she does introduce these weird elements to see what happens. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't seem to me like that's 
since her primary motivation is to take over, I mean, to take her power, it doesn't seem like she would need to fully investigate what all it could do. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't think she'd only need to go so far as to see what defenses might this woman have so that I could, you know, I don't think she, I think once she has the power, she can find out if she can raise the dead. I right. mean, <laughs> she'll have it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but, you know, I mean, it makes for good storytelling. I'm just not sure that I buy that that the exact tactic used by Agnes is what would she would really do sometimes, you know. So right, right. Anyway, um, anyway, so she turns. So the town townspeople turn on it, and this is when you see, I see genuine, you know, shock and horror and remorse. Yes. Like Wanda can't did not realize she was causing all this. She thought it was okay. Yeah, I think know? honestly, like when you see Dottie approach her and she goes, mm-hmm. "My name's Sarah." I just, I just want to see my daughter. Right. And you start to see that flicker on Wanda's face. I think she genuinely thought her name was Dottie. Probably. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like Dorothy or whatever, you know, like, mm-hmm. I think she genuinely thought like, these are not, you know, a cast list that I put out. Mm-hmm. These were just people's names and I just put them in idyllic settings. Yeah. And she made them safe. You know. Yeah, she and she made them safe where there's no war and there's no famine and there's no fighting and there's mm-hmm. no, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and she, I think there's honestly a portion where she went, no, 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 I, I did something good mm-hmm. and where I also benefited from it. Right. And no, it's I not totally until that it. moment when, when everyone is surrounding her in the town that she goes, oh, no. I didn't, yeah. And, and I think a lot of things happen, like, I do believe she genuinely thought she'd made them safe. It's ironic to me mm-hmm. that she would leave people basically under house arrest, like the children and stuff, yes. when she had herself experienced it and knew that it was how terrible it was. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, mm-hmm. she wasn't suffering, but it wasn't right. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, um, so I don't know if she's not put the two together, but my takeaway is that I should hold her accountable for that. Again, she just chose not to think about it. Right. Um, and then at the end, and then in this episode, I think that Deborah Joe Rupp is like saying, just let us die, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it must be hell to have it all in her brain and not have control, but this has been going on for weeks too. So maybe, yeah. you know, who might be there by then. Right. And then, and then it takes a turn and she chokes everybody. Yes. And I'm like, uh, all right, we, we've gone over to the bad place. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I wonder too, if, if part of that isn't because she still doesn't comprehend how to control her powers mm-hmm. or if, Oh, I don't think she's like, Oh, I'd like to choke everybody. I think she just no, wants no, no. everybody to shut up. Yeah. 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 But, and not even that she doesn't know how to c- control her powers, but that she doesn't understand that she has to let her emotions control her power because it's not until vision and the boys are with her Mm -hmm. and they all do that superhero stance that she Mm -hmm. like gets this sudden clarity over her and she goes and and she goes off to fight agnes that she suddenly develops like this whole you know what i mean and and it turns into that final battle Mm -hmm. she's suddenly very clear in how she has to approach everything right no exactly i mean she does learn i mean we know that she, she and, learns yeah. and she learns she very quick. quickly yeah yeah 
Okay, so before that big final battle, there's yeah. the showdown between the visions and the yes. whole ship of Theseus discussion. Well, and, before um, before we talk about that. Oh, okay, sure, sure. I before we talk about that, that, let's talk about so she so she chokes out the town. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> chokes out the it's town. So lonely. <laughs> I know. Um white vision like opens the hex. Right. And then so sword can come in. Oh yeah. Or they come in. Okay. Mm -hmm. So they show up and this is that moment. uh, Monica has fought Ralph Boner. Yeah. So she's trying to find out where everything's going on, you know, what's happening Mm -hmm. and everything like that. Wanda has taken off to go fight Agnes. Mm -hmm. And then vision and white vision, they they're off fighting in a and, library, I think. Yeah, in the library. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then stupid lion douchebag Hayward jumps out of his Jeep or Humvee or whatever and goes mm-hmm. to shoot the kids. Right. And Monica Rambo stops in front of oh, them. Yeah. And she and gets shot and the bullets go straight through her body. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She's amazing. We can't like we can't not talk about that. She might be a favorite now. Yes. Um, Yes. And then, and then I, Billy or Tommy, whichever one, the one that can (laughs) read minds, he actually stops a bullet with his powers. Yeah. And just drops it to the ground. And then that's when Hayward gets back in his Humvee and tries to drive away. And then Darcy Lewis hits him with the funnel truck. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We can't, we can't forget no. any of that. <laughs> no, no, thank you. I, I, I don't know how to talk about the ship of Theseus because I'm not actually. But, you know, um, no one wants to talk about that. <laughs> and I, I know, you know, and I, uh, okay, bear with me for a moment. Yeah. I totally called, I, 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 this isn't me, this sounds like I'm tweeting my own horror, it's not, but, um, but I totally called that Darcy was going to ram him before that yeah. ever happened. Mm-hmm. And, and because I've seen he left her up- tied to a truck. Well, of course. Well, and also like, I've seen this, <laughs> I've seen this play out with this, the, the character role that she fit filled in this series many times. Yes. And I'll just say the most prominent one I've seen recently was um, in season two of Arrow Felicity being the girl in the chair. Mm-hmm rams the uh, you know the bad the the second you know the underling bad guy yeah um and in the you know the final episode with a van like yeah just it, uh, it, it and she gets out and says something basically almost the same kind of funny like you know stay down kind of thing mm-hmm. but i mean it was i thought oh she's gonna do it because that's who she is i mean and yeah so i thought and i and i that being said i love to see it every time so right. <laughs> yeah it's perfect yeah i love it It, it's exactly he's very human so just murder him like squish him like a bug with a truck and honestly a man that climbs out of a car and tries to shoot two 10 year old boys yeah well you know because my family has forced me to rewatch the walking dead i this had very governor vibes for me when i rewatched it you know it's fair yeah yeah but anyway Ugh, anyway, moving on. During that, um, <laughs> so, let's talk about the ship um, of Theseus. Yeah, oh, and I'm done. No, that that was all. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. No, I just uh, the one would have to think like 
you could go two ways with a battle between visions and it's going to be either Clark, you know, the, like man of steel ruining the whole city kind of mm -hmm. thing at the end, mm -hmm. or it's going to be a philosophical discussion. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm kind of glad they went this way. You know, it's also cheaper. I'm sure. I'm so. sure. <laughs> I'm positive. <laughs> yeah. So, so the the battle of wits commences, and it was a uh, you know Vizzini came out on top here for a change, and <laughs> I don't know. Uh, in my mind, that made sense. So, and, yeah. then, and then he and then he you know flies away to. I thought, and we, and we have no idea where he is. Yeah, we have no idea where he's gone, where he's at. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, but, but um, he. You know, he has, he has his old memories now. I mean, or, or at least these partial old memories. Yeah. And he knows what to look for. Yeah. And I have to believe that he'll come up being essentially the same character. Not exactly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it, it, that's, that's, that's cool. That's cool. You know, I like Paul Bettany. I'm glad to see him some more. Yeah. I'm sure he'd like for Vision to be flesh tone at some point. That would be nice. So I'm sure that would be nice for him. Um, <laughs> I mean, sadly, he's not contracted by the MCU anymore. So yeah, so who um, knows? That's an issue, but you know, whatever. Everything has a price. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, but anyway, and then um, yeah, and so living in a small town myself, it has a water tower. Mm -hmm. I <laughs> this this fight scene where they're up above and basically all you can see is the freaking water tower part of the time. Yeah, I don't know. It just where how could i get a couple witches to come and level my town full of you know assholes please that would be interesting um, i mean anyway. so yeah. <laughs> but uh now here so we she gets her costume mm -hmm. oh my god and i well let's i think it is yeah go ahead i don't want to skip it go ahead I, I'm well sorry. i was sorry. i was gonna say let's talk about first of all how she tricks Agnes when they're fighting. Right. Mm -hmm. um, oh, I love yeah, we've got about that. And, yeah. and basically uses her own magic against her with the runes. Uh -huh. Yeah, like I said, she can learn. She learns. She learns. Yeah. She's quick. She's a good study. Um, mm -hmm. you know, she's she's throwing all this magic into the air, she's fighting Agnes, all this kind of stuff. And then suddenly, you know, Agnes tries to fight against her, and Wanda's like, You're surrounded by ruins that I created because yeah because you can i love it how you, you think that she's being emotional yeah and missing her mm -hmm. but she's not it's very not, it's very strategic on her part yeah and then and then and then those quote unquote misses just fuel agnes thinking that she oh look her you know she yeah she can't I handle it. It, it yeah and then she thinks oh great i'm winning you know she's, mm -hmm. I, i'm ahead and and i think she again just underestimates yeah you know yeah. her yeah so and um, and on that whole learning thing, like I, I want I want to kind of be cognizant of this going forward. But I have this working thought in my head that, you know, the learning is uh, a massive trick. It is a needs to be an underlying theme mm -hmm. for pretty much every superhero. They have these powers, and they need to learn and adapt them. Absolutely. You know, whenever they get new information, because what might have been good five years ago. Mm -hmm. will no longer be the correct thing to be doing you yeah. know and that kind of thing and 
so I'm, I'm kind of, I'm just letting you know, I'm going to be watching for that. Cause I, I did love that, you know, just once you, once you achieve, achieve superhero status or your powers, that isn't the end of you developing yourself. Right. You know, absolutely. I mean, part of that responsibility is to learn more. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were having, you and I were having this offline discussion just about human beings in general, but right. You know, you, you, you have a responsibility to learn more and not lay it on the other, other people in the world to, to educate you. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. All right. Yeah. So, well, and, um, uh, okay. I was going to say what I think is interesting about this final battle also mm-hmm. is that when Wanda is actually hitting Agnes with her power, Agnes is like sucking it in. Mm-hmm. Like she's taking it in and she's like, give me more. I want all of it. I want all of it. And then when she gets trapped by the ruins and Wanda's like, I don't need you to tell me who I am. And she starts to manifest the Scarlet Witch costume and she mm-hmm. starts to pull that power back out of Agnes. Uh-huh. The sheer terror on Catherine Hahn's face yeah. is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's just, again, much like Norm, the actor who plays Norm, or Alec Merkman for that matter, it's fantastic <laughs> acting. Right. No, I mean, you know exactly the, the multitude of emotions that are happening. Yeah. 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 And then she yeah. and and then she flips it and she's like, I, I can teach you. I can, you know, what are you what are you gonna do? You're gonna you gonna put me on the raft, you're gonna lock me up, what you know, all this kind of stuff. And Wanda's like, no, I'm just gonna leave you here. Yeah. This is your prison. Yeah. I'm not sure how that works though. Cause like now that, if it, <laughs> I mean, yeah, is she still going to like everybody in town is going to still be somewhat under her spell to think that this woman belongs here or if she's just going to be the crazy lady in town that no one talks to because they, they know she's this weirdo. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, I would yeah. love to know how that plays out anyway. And, yeah. and I shouldn't use word. I shouldn't use crazy. I'm sorry. That's not what I meant. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But take me take me back in time you know I mean, no but yeah but you know but you know she's gonna be I, I would wonder if they think that she's this deranged kind of woman mm-hmm. you know or 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 they're gonna be aware that she was evil I mean like I yeah. don't I don't I don't understand how she exists in that town if that right. town is truly free it right it, it, it doesn't match up for me so I would like that yeah. answer yeah um but then also but then also so just for her costume I was never sure that this costume, if they echoed what I have seen, you know, certainly in the Halloween episode or, or in illustrations of the comics, I wasn't, I'm not sure how you could get that costume to look good, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I think they, I think it's amazing. It looks great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm a fan. I think they did it justice. And yeah. I think and I like that. It's not revealing. I like, you know, it's that's what I was going to say. I, I like that. Um, with Black Widow being the exception where her costume is not revealing but it is a skin tight yeah, right. jumpsuit you know um, it, with just like Captain Marvel and you know mm-hmm. every, any other female in the MCU but when you look back especially and they showcased what her original costume looked like um but when you look back and you see like, it's basically a leotard, uh-huh. you know, that's very low cut in the front and everything else. And they've made her look like a total badass. 
No, no, exactly. Like no. she looks like a biker chick. No. You know, no, like. Think, <laughs> no, no, exactly. Like I, I think this is something like, I mean, I, I, I know in the past Elizabeth Olsen has complained about her outfit from Ultron because, you know, her, showed off her breast, but it, mm-hmm. it certainly wasn't the lowest cut thing, but I could see where if it made her uncomfortable, it made her uncomfortable. Absolutely. You know, and, and that's fair. Yeah. And, um, but I think in general, yes, Natasha's mm-hmm. outfit is skin tight, but I don't, I don't feel like the MCU has done a whole lot of, you know, cheesecake, you right. know, female right. show off stuff. Very different than like to compare to recent iterations uh, on the DC side. I know we're going to sure. Like, I think they've done a great job with Wonder Woman's costume per se. And I like, like, the first version, Patty, you know, Patty Jenkins version of the, the Amazons makes absolute sense. They're covered, they're in armor. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I like that Wonder Woman's not wearing stupid heels. She's wearing, like, the equivalent of, like, Roman fighting sandals or something. I don't know, the boots, that kind of thing. Yeah. And then you take it for whatever reason. And I, I, I will say that I, I, I mean, I watched that whole Zack Snyder version of Justice League. It was amazing, mm-hmm. but I, I did not appreciate that for reasons only known to him, he made all the Amazons have like bare midriffs. Like why? Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. Oof. Anyway. Uh, yeah. It, <laughs> no, it was dumb. It was stupid. Yeah. 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 So that part, not a fan. Yeah. Anyway, but, uh, and I, I feel like I'm not ending on the most important note yeah. here. Well, so so, I mean, I so the hex is closing in on them, right? And she's saying goodbye. Yeah, and she's putting the boys to bed, which has to be very Titanic. Very, yeah, I was gonna say very <laughs> Titanic. Very much like go to sleep and you won't feel anything, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> And then she says this line of thank you for choosing me to be your mom. That's so which is weird. That's not how that works. You like know? everyone <laughs> has agreed that that is just the strangest line. Like everyone has just agreed that that's I mean like why would you pick that as your your line? Yeah, I you know and and so it's so strange that you have to think that there's more to it, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, um, and again, this just feeds into the idea that I, there's something more deeper going on, you know, more, and, yeah. and, you know, if more, and I hope everyone knows I didn't mean more deeper as one phrase, but, um, anyway, but, but there's something, you know, additional going on that we didn't get in the text of this. Yeah. But, you know, maybe not, but, but it would seem to me that she would be feeding this into the eyes that, that these, these boys existed in some sort of form elsewhere, soul wise piece of whatever in, you know, the guff, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. But I mean, like, like that, that they, that they weren't just, you know, like normal babies that Mm -hmm. they they got, they had some sort of ability to choose parents, but, you know, and I know that there's some mythology that says like people can do that, you know, they choose their parents, but I, I would say based on, so many people that I know there that has to be bullshit right like no one would choose some of their parents so (laughs) so Mm -hmm. so anyway but but it's a lovely thought you know yeah absolutely anyway so whatever but yeah it's it's a weird line and it's so weird that I will be disappointed if there isn't a payoff to explain that at some point Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know yeah 
Uh, well, anyway, and, and, yeah. and again, apparently I'm a piece by just a one-off line, like Steve told me this before he left, you know, so just, just take care of some stuff. Please. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Yay. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else on this, ma'am? Um, Just that at the end, when she's saying goodbye to Vision, yeah, there's a piece of the Mind Stone that lives in her, mm-hmm. and so that's how she created him. Okay, yeah. How did they get there? I mean, I know that's probably back in Sokovia, but that's kind of weird, isn't it? And I just feel like that should have been explored a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. How would it come? Yeah, you I know what I mean. That, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. honestly, it never stood out to me, but it should have. I mean, yeah, because how would how does that come to pass? Right. Like, like how is that a thing that, like, we just don't really talk about that much? I mean, like, okay, so it interacted with her in Sokovia. I'm assuming mm-hmm. that's where. It, but how can it? And, and it seems to me like the, the the Mind Stone is a little different than the other stones. It's almost like it thinks. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean. Mm-hmm. But did it, I mean, it appeared to be a whole stone at every other point. So did it, did it break off a little piece of that Kit Kat bar and put it, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. It doesn't. Right. Whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's where her powers are. So it would make sense that it, part, it, it seems, I mean, like, cause Carol Danvers is the, you know, she got the interaction with the, with the, you know, the, the yeah. Well, it's the Tesseract, so is that so confused. Which one's that? that's the power stone, sorry. Yeah. Okay, it was the mind stone that was in the scepter. I get yeah. a little confused on those two because in my defense they made them the same color initially. So so <laughs> thank you. This is anyway. true. Yeah. And also while we're just randomly talking about stones, I do not understand why they made the, the, the mind stone goes in the middle of the palm okay i get it that that's the last one that you're getting on the gauntlet but it wasn't that size so does it like blow up and shrink like the one ring i mean to me it made sense to me all along that the the, the stone that should go there in the middle would be the soul stone and it should get bigger like, it should be just a bigger stone when you get it whatever and also if he never found him how do you know one was going to be bigger i don't know it wasn't bigger. He just beats me. I, I give up. See, you, you're like, I don't give a shit, girl. Stop this. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, this was this was fun, but and and I and I always said this in the beginning, but um, for anybody that stuck through this, if you've watched it once, I highly recommend rewatching the first two episodes because they're really rewarding. And after that, it's fun to rewatch, but it's not the same kind of level of rewarding. So that's just my takeaway. That's fair. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, um, <laughs> Wanda's leaving town, and everyone's staring at her and shunning her as she walks out. Yeah, because she's she's a villain, and yeah. she's in a way. Yeah, she's gonna she's gonna talk to Monica real quick. I don't think we can end this episode without, without talking about the last end credit scene the, the cabin yeah 
Yeah. Well, not even the cabin at the end of this episode. I'm sorry. I forgot about the cabin, Um, (laughs) but the very end of this episode. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Anyway. Um, um, so, well, okay, so first, let me just say the, the cabin thing. Yeah. Um, they do some interesting stuff with like, like some camera work that it's like one big long shot coming up across the landscape up to the mm-hmm. cabin. Mm-hmm. And I, and I thought this when I watched it, I've heard it elsewhere, but so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say it's an original idea, but I knew I'd seen it somewhere before, but this is what they do in, um, the opening of evil dead Two, like the evil Dead 2 oh yeah. And, you know, you know, and I know Sam Raimi's coming on board to do some Spider-Man stuff, but but anyway, it just seems like there's when when the camera moves like that. If mm-hmm. I'm based on other horror stuff, and that's what this is, is a horror show. So if that's intentional, then that means we're. I think that means we're supposed to think that that is an entity, not just a camera move. That mm-hmm. we're in the we're in the eyes of another entity. Yeah, and it finds her out wherever the hell in you know it looks like New Zealand, but I'm sure it's not supposed to be. Yeah, this cabin. And she's doing some advanced astral projection, mm-hmm. you know, because she's physically making Very, her tea. Yeah. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. making her tea. And then they carefully, they're not, the camera doesn't break. She's also reading the dark hole. Right. You know, and, and the thing, and um, they're playing Stephen Strange's theme, which he's the other person we've seen do this. Except right. when he did it, he had to be asleep mm-hmm. while he did it. So she's doing some higher level stuff than him already yeah anyway so and then and the kids are calling out to her and i guess she's like looking for them somewhere you know using the dark hole to go through the multiverse or in and out of as a nexus being she can wander around through all those right so i don't know if i'm right with my interpretation of that camera work but that's what it makes me think i'm supposed to think that like maybe stephen strange is that thing and he's looking for her but i i think that um you, you could be onto something. Or or it could be this third entity that I think has always been in the background, or it could just be, hey, that's a cool camera trick. Let's use that since we don't want to break the scene up and make that sure too. that everyone knows that she's doing it all at once. So, that anyway. too, absolutely. All right, okay. Yeah. And now you can take the end credit scene. <laughs> um, so I'll take the end credit scene that actually comes before the cabin um, where Monica is approached by an agent. Mm-hmm. Um, to discuss something in the theater yeah and uh she finds out that the agent is a scroll yes <laughs> which when we first talked about this immediately we both were like so who's all a scroll <laughs> just immediately who who's all a scroll can we just yeah. clarify i would like to know i would just like to know who all in the mcu is a scroll because at this point I have a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they're referring to, of course, Nick Fury. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, well, or, we or assume. America, or, I mean, it could be Captain America because he's on the moon now. Um, but we assume <laughs> that she's that that this scroll is referring to Nick Fury because we know from the end of what Spider-Man: Far From Home mm-hmm. yeah. that he's up in space. Mm-hmm. And, and, the, and uh, the one down here is, is a scroll. Yeah. And the one down here is a Bayless. scroll. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so um, it's very heavily implied that Monica's going to go to space. Yeah. Even though she's been grounded. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. 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 You know, and I mean, you have to kind of wonder, I haven't thought this out very much. It just now occurred to me, like, 
okay, Hayward grounded her and apparently under her mother's orders. And we all, I agree that probably made very much sense, but, but also, I mean, you have to think maybe he also wanted to make sure she stayed on the ground so she didn't get it interacting with whatever was up there. Cause he, he may or may not know about it, but I bet he at least has an idea something's happening up there, even if he's not in on all of it. Mm-hmm. And any way to keep her with less connections and less power keeps him in power. So, right. Right. Yeah. 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 I think that I, yeah, the scroll thing, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I hope to God that they handle it in a way that makes sense and isn't, you know, mostly shock value. And again, I, I trust mm-hmm. the MCU for the most part, they, they do things I think are right most of the time for story. Right. Time, so. Right. But, um, but I mean, <laughs> I would be of the opinion that like Maria Hill has always been one. <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, I don't know. at I this point, it. I think Maria Hill has always been a scroll because it would just explain so much more. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, if they change back to scrolls when people die, then we know it was, it was never Natasha. I don't even want to talk about that. I'm not even going to discuss that. Yeah, and it was like, are scrolls infiltrated into Hydra, or are they exclusively good guys? Because in the comics, they're bad guys. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't. I don't know, or maybe maybe they came on as good guys to get ingratiated, and now they're actually bad. I don't know. Anyways, but yeah, it's the whole who it isn't who isn't isn't a scroll. You know, mm-hmm. I'll I'll put Thunderbolt Ross down as a scroll. I I don't like him. <laughs> I mean, who would want to be a scroll? Sharon Carter. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> fiery passion i went from not caring to just fiery passionate hatred okay this isn't part of the episode but i just i'm gonna say it again and i know it's fine all you need to know about sharon carter to make you hate her is that she had access to steve rogers full background file she knew at least what was in his history which would include his parents and their manner of death and then for no reason, and that when she makes her choice to go undercover as a nurse to watch him in Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. to she deflect his the attention, infectious ward. Yeah, she just casually mentions she works in the infectious ward, which would have to create a trauma response in him because that's how his mother died. Mm-hmm. She could have picked any number of other reasons to not have him there, but she just goes for some little screw you know like there's no reason to 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 elicit a trauma response from him no just to play devil's advocate though no (laughs) no one can advocate for sharon carter in my presence (laughs) all right i don't even want to say it now because i feel like you're gonna get mad at me no that's okay fine go ahead I, just, I know I'm unreasonable. No, I wasn't going to say you're unreasonable. I just was <laughs> going to say that if you want to really be mad at someone, be mad at Nicholas J. Fury because he's probably the one that gave her the background. Yeah. And then told her, this is your cover. Yeah. I'm not sure she, I, I would agree. And, and, and he, you know, he's no prince most of the time either. 
So that's possible. Or she just on the fly decided that's what she was going to say. Sure. But either one, that's awful. I mean, if it makes you feel better to just assume that she decided that that's what it is, then we can totally agree to that. That's fine. Well, I can put it this way. Whether he did or not, I'm still Mm going to assign blank to her anyway. So, I mean, even if they're both if they're both in it she's still in it so sure anyway sure all right yeah okay but 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 i mean he but he, yeah but he he bugged his apartment and all sorts of stuff to invade his privacy when he should have been trusting him so whatever you know he you know whatever yeah all right hey anyway, y'all thought you might get out of this episode with us out us talking about steve rogers and how wrong you were <laughs> <laughs> we got you <laughs> <laughs> every time baby look every at the time. label look at the every name on the tent. time <laughs> <laughs> every yeah. time yeah okay okay all right well this has been moderately fun and <laughs> <laughs> moderately fun <laughs> well it's always fun to talk to you i'm just i get i i again i'm not knocking the series it is a well-made series it is a great series there's a lot to rewatch i just i was I was so pleasantly surprised at how rewarding the first two episodes were um, in the rewatch thing because I felt like I was watching a whole different thing and it would have been hard to sustain that but it, it went away so quickly and I'm back to like, right. okay, yeah, all right, we, we've seen this. So Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, absolutely, anyway. absolutely. All right, anyway, so, so all right, as an well, owner thanks. of rabbits, I would just say that this series was not kind. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. But they will eat meat. Um, you know, just in case you're wondering, they will. That's terrifying. Yeah, they do. I didn't need to know that. Sorry. I I didn't intentionally make that happen either, but there was like a fly and they're like, Hey, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, your face. (laughs) Okay. Well, thanks everybody. Um, Carnivorous rabbits. Don't say I don't deliver, you know. Anyway. All right. Well, (laughs) are we still doing this for Loki? Are you done with me? (laughs) TBD. Um, (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. We'll be back uh, sometime next week after the premiere of Loki um, with our thoughts and feelings (laughs) and it's somewhat hammered in mentions of Steve Rogers. Yeah, and and of course, um, our inappropriate mentions of Steve Rogers. So, um, oh, yeah, I will prepare them. Good, you do that. Thanks All for right. listening, everybody, and uh, we'll we'll talk to you next week. Bye bye. Bye bye.